4: All right, Emily. If you've been paying attention, yes, you know that there are uh, two things working independently right now to end the world. Do you know what those two things are?
5: COVID nineteen. Nope. Oops. Unfortunately,
4: the go-to guess, and that's not it.
5: Hmm. Um, murder hornets.
4: No. Sorry, that's not it. Uh,
6: I'm out failed.
4: The two things that are working independently to ruin the world are Ellen DeGeneres and TikTok. <laughs> ah. Yes. Didn't even see it coming.
5: We did not.
4: Mm-mm. What do you know about poor Ellen DeGeneres?
5: Um, hashtag cancel Ellen, I believe, is no. what's been trending for the last couple days. No.
4: You believe it now? I didn't believe it at first.
5: Uh, part of me felt like, okay, there's something here if this many people are
0: coming forward.
4: Yeah. Now that people are coming forward, I started to believe it. I didn't believe it at first. But then, like, when Brad Garrett came out, I was like, holy crap. I
7: didn't hear that.
4: Hmm. Brad Garrett Leah. from... I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. Go ahead. Take it.
7: Uh, and then there was uh, uh, Leah... Ah, son what? of a bitch, one of the Why lures? don't I take it
4: since I've got I the notes on it? So Brad Garrett comes out. Okay. He was uh, Robert, and everybody loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. And he just said, It's true. It's all true. And it's Ellen's fault. He mm. said, That's her responsibility. And then shortly after that, as Chris Boyer still pointed out, mm. Leah Thompson came out and mm-hmm. said, I agree with Brad Garrett. And these are people who have all been on the show. Mm-hmm. So kind of a bummer because i like the ellen show Mm -hmm. i like everything she does i like her as a host i like her stand-up comedy i like her on game shows i like everything that she does Mm -hmm. i just think everything that she does is so great now we Uh, find out she's making people participate in orgies against their will and all kinds of things i don't wow that's what i'm reading into it (laughs) i'm reading between the lines yeah And people are mad at her for her non-apology Apology Because mm. she doesn't apologize She just blames other people on her show and They've already announced Who her replacement is going to be
5: Oh, have they? Yeah. Who, who are, is there one contender or a few top contenders?
4: At first there was James Corden Okay And then they came back and they said, no, no, no It's not going to be that It's going to be uh, Who's one of the princess girls from your princess movies? Your frozen princess movies,
2: Kristen Bell.
4: Yeah, mm. Kristen Bell. They say, and then they say Jennifer Aniston, and that's just never going to happen because those two are like best friends. Right. There's no way Jennifer Aniston's going to. Just not going to happen. So.
5: But I think I saw Wanda Sykes too. Yeah, her name thrown in there Tiffany I, I, Haddish.
4: I don't know if Jennifer Aniston knows this or not, but she has no choice in the matter.
5: <laughs> if Twitter demands it, then it must be. I mean, Twitter's no 10-listener poll, but...
4: (laughs) No, it isn't. (laughs) Now, the other thing that's got to go because it's ruining the world is TikTok. Are you Mm. a TikTok girl?
5: No. No. I think I mentioned the other day, I feel too old to be on it.
4: Uh, Anybody here excited about TikTok?
8: No. Oh, no.
4: If you had to pick one to go, which one would it be? Ellen or TikTok? Oh,
5: TikTok. See you mm. later.
4: Mm. Because you don't care about the sexual crimes that are being committed upon innocent people wow. who are dragged into the Ellen DeGeneres show, chained wow. up in their rooms, and wow. then horribly abused.
5: Have you met the gorilla behind me?
4: <laughs> I don't care about it. <laughs> I'm saying, no. I'll tell you why TikTok's got to go. They do things like this to us. They want to know. Just like, do you see a blue dress or a silver dress? Oh, no. They want to know, do you hear brainstorm or green needle? Oh, jeez. I know. Okay. I know. Okay. You ready to hear it? Yeah. They want to know what you hear. Now... Do you hear Green Needle or are you a weirdo?
9: The
5: first one no, but the second one yes.
4: The first one no. Let me start it over again from the beginning. That's just Yeah. That's just exciting Star Trek noises right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Brainstorm. So you're a weirdo is oh what you're saying. God. How is it even possible, you know? You know why I didn't want to do this? Huh. I knew there'd be someone like you. Who heard the wrong thing?
5: He says brainstorm right there. No, that's
4: so not true. Mm -hmm. Listen again here. Brainstorm. Huh.
6: Wow. No.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, not even, not even humanly possible. Not even humanly possible to be hearing brainstorm Mm -hmm. there. Mm
9: hmm
4: You should have chosen Ellen has to go.
5: (laughs) I feel like I'm about to have to go.
4: (laughs) Uh, Let me go around here. Chris Boyer, let's ask you next. Tell me what you hear. David, I hate to disappoint.
7: Right there. I hate to disappoint. Yes, go ahead. Uh, But that is saying brainstorm.
4: All right. Chainsaw, what are you hearing? I have green needle. Of course you do. And uh, Sarah, what do you hear?
2: Brainstorm.
4: Uh, (sighs) Brainstorm. I, I don't understand how you can hear a two-syllable word brainstorm right. when three syllables are being pronounced. Brainstorm. Oh, wait. Oh, I know how it happens. You're wrong. <laughs> oh. That's how it
7: happens. <laughs> <Wrong>. You're just <laughs> Two wrong. Two yeah. This is China's attempt to divide our country. <laughs> this is Once just, again. Working.
4: What's that? Brainstorm. Wow. And you don't hear something going, right. needle.
5: No, on the later ones I did, but not on these
4: first two. Oh, uh-huh. I wonder why, because it doesn't change. So your brainstorm storm there. Mm-hmm. I actually feel like I hear brain needle out of this thing, but that I wasn't s- an option. So. Yeah, that's plausible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brain and no. green, I can see. That wasn't an option for me. Let me, uh, they play this thing for like 30 seconds. Let me jump in a little bit and see if the sound changes here.
3: All right. Mm
4: hmm. This is why, by the way, we have to have apps like TikTok so that important activities like this can happen. Yes. Yeah. What was that? Brainstorm. <sighs> it's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. What are you making this change? So why is it that you and I hear something different than the other three?
8: It's like the blue-green thing. I mean, we are so adamant when we see the blue or green or whatever the color thing is, right. we just can't understand. It's a brainial perception-reception thing. We, I, I hear two syllables on the second word. Of course, I could because hear, there are I can hear syllables. green or brain. All right, that, I can hear that. Yeah. But needle, how does Storm get out of that?
4: I, the, again, I'm 100% with you on that one. Yeah. Let's listen. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Green needle,
4: brainstorm. I'm looking. So-, so it changes for you. It goes back and forth. I hear no change at all. Do you hear a change at all, Chainsaw? No, I don't hear anything change at no. all. it's just it, it. It seems to me, in my ears, that it's the yeah. same every time. To me too. I think if you hear two different things, you're a psycho.
5: <laughs>
4: I think that's what it means.
5: Uh, I'm open-minded
4: <laughs> to being a psycho, <laughs> to being deeply troubled, emotionally deeply troubled. Uh, do you hear it going back and forth, it? I do not, sir. Let's listen here. What did you hear there, Emily?
5: Brainstorm, green needle, brainstorm, green needle. Oh, my gosh.
2: Ooh,
4: and what wow. are you saying, Sarah?
2: It's just brainstorm. It's not changed at all. Yeah. Or what? Which four is,
4: times. Four times. Emily, hears it going back and forth. You guys hear, you guys just hear the wrong thing over and over again. So, wow. <laughs> These things, these things just fascinate me. Yeah, the Yanni Laurel thing—I
5: remember that one deeply divided us as well. Did we? Mm-hmm.
4: Let me see if I've. Uh, let me see if I can bring that up and see what you guys hear out of it. The Yanni Laurel, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, from I don't know how long ago, right? Laurel,
1: Laurel, Laurel,
4: Laurel, Laurel. Okay, it sounds to me like he's saying one thing and then it's upcut. Like you're hearing an edited version of it? Laurel. Laurel. Right there. What did you just hear? Laurel. Laurel. Boy, or what'd you hear just now? Laurel. Laurel. What'd you hear there, Chainsaw? Laurel. And Sarah? Laurel. Okay, so why would anyone hear Yanni out of that thing?
5: I really feel like when we debated this and dissected it before, we realized if we listened to it quietly, so like the pitch or the volume somehow affected what we heard because we started experimenting with it back at the the time.
4: You don't think there's any uh, power suggestion on this thing, do you?
8: I'm trying to hear Storm on the other one, and I just can't. I mean, if if you hear one thing, you're not wrong if you hear it. Laurel.
10: Laurel.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather Slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
5: VDW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around
0: every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
4: Laurel. What are you hearing? Laurel. Everybody? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No one hears Yanni? I don't know how that's even possible.
10: Let me try again here.
4: Laurel, Laurel, Laurel. Anything? Mm-mm. Still Laurel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that one.
2: That one was a big. That one did divide us the last time. I remember, mm-hmm. like Emily.
4: Well, how come it's not this time?
3: I don't know. Is it
4: because the crazy people have finally come <laughs> to reality here? Uh, let me hear uh, from Micah on this thing here. How you doing, Micah? Pretty good. I'm I'm like Emily. I I hear it going back and forth.
11: The 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 green needle and brainstorm. Do yeah. Here, let me do it. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's going back and forth for me.
1: Mm-hmm. That's weird. I'm so out.
4: you're so when it goes back and forth, you're falling in and out of psychosis. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hmm. Thanks, Micah. I right, think See you later. Hey Corey, how you doing? I am good. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing great, thanks. So, what do you so hear? you I, hear both as well? I hear both as well. And the way I the first video I saw of this is a lady pointing at the two words, and it says whatever one you're reading when you hear the when you hear it play is what you'll hear. So if you're looking at brainstorm when she, when you hear when it talks. You'll, re- you'll hear Brainstorm, but if you're looking at Green Needle, you'll hear Green Needle.
4: There's a power of suggestion if you're watching yeah. the video, is what Corey is saying. And uh-huh. I'm watching the video as I play it for you, and the video plays uh, the sound, and it has the word Brainstorm up there, and my brain uh-huh. says, why is it saying Brainstorm? They're saying Green Needle. It doesn't work on me. Hmm.
9: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's weird. Yeah, And I'm not and showing I'm not- the video to right.
4: anybody else. They're just listening to it. They're just flat out listening to it. And, of course, you're not watching the video now, Corey. You're hearing it on the radio, but you still hear it play both ways.
3: Yeah, because when, when you play it, I'll think, hey, I'll, I'll think I'm reading Brainstorm, and then I'll hear Brainstorm, and then you'll play it again, and then I'll think Green Needle, and then I hear Green Needle. Well, I got to go, you psycho, because I'm sure there's a bunch of people <laughs> you need to murder right now.
4: <laughs> See All you right. later. Bye. There's There's Corey. I don't think this country has ever had a mass murderer named Corey before. <laughs> Which is too bad because Corey to me sounds like a beach movie or a Justin Timberlake song. So one thing's gotta go, Chainsaw, to save the country. Is it Ellen or TikTok? TikTok. TikTok's gotta go. Sarah? Yes? You don't want to vote?
2: I was on the phone. Sorry. Huh? Oh, which, I'm so w- which sorry. one's
4: got to go? TikTok or Ellen to save the world? Oh, TikTok. Got to go. Ellen. Mm. Ellen, you're saved. Why? Well, take that back. First point. Oh. Oh, bye, TikTok. Oh. There you go. Ellen is saved. Well, you ready to talk some sports? Sure. And not only is sports back, but one of the sports majors is playing this week. So sports is back, folks, and the Chainsaw is here to tell you what's coming up.
8: Is it Padres Dodgers or Dodgers Padres? I guess it's, it depends on how you... At Petco Park mm-hmm. last night, they built it, but they ain't common. And 15 million.
4: Josh wrote to me about this brainstorm green needle. Controversy. Yeah. Which one do you hear mm-hmm. on this TikTok video? It's just like the Yanni, the Laurel, the blue dress, the silver dress. What do you see? What do you hear? Yeah. Josh says, uh, Hey Dave, I can hear them both. Here's what you do just think of one or the other before the sound plays, and that's what you'll hear. Does that make sense? No, because I'm not a great big weirdo. hear the actual word that's playing. <laughs> weirdo. Here's the Chase Underwood Sports on the KGB. Good morning. Welcome, morning. Good thank you, David. And hello,
8: everybody. In the sports world, weirdos invited to listen. <laughs> at Petco Park last night, the Padres began their series with the Dodgers, and it turned into an ABBA concert or something.
11: sends one of the year to right field. Peterson going back at the wall. That ball will carry out of here. Fernandez. No, Tatis Jr. ties the game three to three. Opposite field, his third home run of the season for Tatis Jr. Three solo home runs for the Padres, and Tatis ties it up against Walker Bueller. Oh, there was something in the air that night. The stars so bright. Fernando goes opposite field with the curveball. We saw the curveball to Profar for the strikeout.
8: That's Don Orsillo on Fox Sports San Diego with the marvelous Mark Grant paying homage to the 1976 ABBA hit. Fernando, which reached number one on the charts and sold over 10 million copies, of which Mark Grant owns 234,000, so they'll never run out of spares. Now that is some kind of nice. Padres wound up winning the game five to four and are now tied with the Dodgers for second place in the division, behind the Rockies one game, who jiggled the Giants seven to six and they loved it. Uh, the Padres and Dodgers go again tonight. First pitch six ten our time. Even if they built it, they won't come. They did build it. They're not coming. Hmm? Major League Baseball has canceled his August 23rd Field of Dreams game featuring the White Sox and Cardinals because of the pandemic. This would have been played at a baseball field carved into a cornfield in Dyersville, Iowa, site of the famous 1989 Kevin Costner movie Field of Dreams, yeah. in which mystical voices inspired Kevy to sacrifice his family finances to build a baseball diamond so dead people could come play on it. Yes, that was the plot line, and we loved it. The league hopes to reschedule for 2021. These days, Kevin Costner, Kev, is starring in the Montana Cowboy miniseries Yellowstone, a rousing series in its first two seasons, but season three has devolved into more of a soap opera, which, as Emily astutely observed... Has dialogue so corny it's as if it was written from, what'd you say, coffee mug slogans? Yeah. Yeah. And it's true. I watched last night in the most recent episode's final scene, Kev, Kevin, Kev- uh-huh. yeah. Kevy. That, yeah. Kevy? Hmm. Yeah. In that gravelly voice he's using to sound old and grizzled, uttered uh-huh. the words, World's greatest mom, number one dad. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Seaport Village.
10: Seaport Village. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
8: About as deep as it was. Did you just make that up? (laughs) Not by much. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is part of a group that has bought the bankrupt XFL for $15 million. The XFL was the failed spring professional football league. And once he gets that up and running, he's going to buy the Titanic and start a cruise line. And then there's MySpace, Blockbuster, Betamax, and a gym membership he has no intention of ever visiting. So for The Rock. you know, Entrepreneur. Diversifying. He needs that gym membership too. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the dash there.
12: Watch a lot of sports. I watched. The, I don't know if it's just a sport. I watched a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> but they air it on the
4: sports. I first time I saw this contest, you see everybody competing. They would show like a lot of skinny people, and they would show a real fat guy. And I was like, well, that guy is going to win. Like he's practiced, <laughs> and looks like he's the best at this. <laughs> But he does not win. He doesn't. Kobayashi, a very in-shape Japanese man. Yeah.
12: That is who wins. That's impressive. Like, that means like fat people are not even good at what they're good at. It's <laughs> the <Like.
8: laughs> association. The Lakers beat the Jazz last night to secure the number one playoff seed for the Western Conference. Not that it matters. There's no home court advantage in the Orlando bubble, where there are still no positive COVID cases yet. So far, nobody has been caught sneaking in women, which was Charles Barkley's number one prediction.
11: Some players going to get busted. Probably a month in, some food is going to try to sneak somebody in. And you know security is so tight. But somebody's going to get busted, and they're going to be embarrassed. I guarantee you that good teams are not going to do it. It's going to be somebody on a bad team that got no chance of winning. But I guarantee you on a couple of those bottom feeders, they might try to do something stupid.
8: Well, once the bottom feeders are eliminated and get to go home, the odds of Barkley's prediction are reduced. So come on, guys,
10: pick it up.
4: In other sports, David. I was watching the baseball game Saturday night with Don Orsillo and Mark Grant. Mm-hmm. And Mark, was, Mark and Don are in different rooms or booths or something like that. And the camera puts two pictures together on the screen when they're talking the whole social distancing thing Mm -hmm. and uh mark was gesturing with his flossing pick thing you know those things
11: oh Oh, you don't like that
2: no
4: i didn't mean to be gross i was just telling you what happened yeah he's got one of those flossy things you know what i'm talking Uh about yeah and uh so i texted him and i said you look great tonight pal and i see that you're exercising good gum health too And he said, "How do you know that? Do you see our feed in between innings?" And I had to tell him, "Like, no, D'Artagnan, you're waving that thing around like a sword. Why don't you let me know when it's hemorrhoid prevention night? I want to make other plans." (laughs) (laughs) That that grosses you out, the flossy thing. Yeah, if
5: he's using it between innings and it's got Food Flex on it, and then he's flinging it around. Food Flex. Uh huh. Flex. Flex. Flex.
0: Flinging Food Flex.
8: 1015 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh my!
4: Imagine if Boyer was on that team. You'd see him in the middle of the show, clipping his toenails, <laughs> brushing his teeth. Yes, yeah. In the middle of a home run, he would be brushing his teeth. Burning off a wart. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> What does your crystal ball tell you about Ellen? Is it going to blow over or is it done? The world is so uncertain right now. Don't you miss certain times?
9: <laughs>
5: yeah. Don't you
4: miss precedented times? Yeah.
5: yeah. The world moves so quickly these days. I just want to learn how to slow it down. Um, I think... I don't think that's why slow down yet, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful, Beth. Um... I think it'll blow over.
4: Yeah. It seems likely, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, isn't Ellen the host of like the number one-iest talk show of them all? Probably. Of course, Matt Lauer was the host of the number one-iest morning news show of them all. And they booted his ass right out of there. That was surprising. Of course... He had trap doors and secret buttons and white cats and everything. All the things that real evil people have. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Who knows what ellen has got?
5: And there was a whole squad of hosts there that they could bring up and, hey, we're we're all going through this together. And it sucks that our man, you know, failed us all. Whereas Ellen, she's her. She's a standalone. Yeah. So that whole program then erupts if she's gone. Yeah. So it's slightly different. Scenario.
7: Do, do you think uh, Ellen might just say, "I've got enough fu mummy, I'm out of here."
4: It's, a, it's an option, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. for yeah. her, damn right. Sure, that's what Ellen says. She says she feels betrayed, and uh, she's done. Mm-hmm. Pissed that people have come forward to share these negative stories about her, i.e., tattle.
9: Mm-hmm.
4: Pissed that people are talking out of school, and uh, says that she feels like a target because of her success. She says she knows she can be tough at times, but believes she works hard. She is extremely creative and that it is a privilege to work for her and be around her.
9: Mm.
4: That's how Boyer feels. Yes. (laughs) Boyer points out to everybody what a privilege it is for us to work with him. Yeah. Because mostly of his hard work ethic (laughs) and his extreme creativity. Mm hmm.
7: Well, I mean, she's she is, in a way, right. Go ahead. You know, she's got uh, one of the top-rated shows on afternoon television. And if you've got that on your resume, that's a pretty good uh, calling card when you're looking for your next gig. Or at least it was up <laughs> until a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it is a privilege to work for her. You want to work for her? You want to work for, you know, the afternoon show on Very well put. Channel 51, Toledo, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Come on. Mm -hmm. So I I don't falter on that. And just because it's not all sunshine and roses every day of the week doesn't uh, necessarily make it a bad job. Brad Garrett, who complained about Ellen being cold and disinterested and... Is that what he said? uh, uh, Something like that. He said cold and disinterested? uh, Oh, he used... Those were not his words. Those are my <laughs> words. But uh, but I love
4: when you do that. Let me tell you what Brad said. He said that. No, I said that. Right. Go ahead. But he, <laughs> tell know. me what you think, not what Brad Garrett thinks.
7: Well, for I think yeah. that um, Brad Garrett, for a guy who uh, said you know she was kind of a twit, appeared on her show no fewer than six times. Yes. So she must not have been too bad.
4: That is questioned. That it's a head scratcher, isn't it? Why did he keep going back?
7: You know, it seems like, okay, well, that's the nature of the business. Then that's the nature of the business. You've got a show to promote. She's got a show to do. All right. You don't have to be best friends, but you can each get something out of it. It's a business exchange.
4: Ten staffers last month said that they faced fear, intimidation, and racism while working on this talk show. Go ahead, on, Chris. One of them said uh, uh, there were,
7: uh, like, two two black girls with uh, beaded hair or something like that. And once somebody on the staff said, well, it's going to be tough to tell you two apart. Well, we got two bald white guys here in our building. I can't tell apart. If people look like each other, they look like each other. That doesn't make it a microaggression
4: or a racial slur. Some noted the inexcusable behavior was due to the producers and senior staff members and they thought Ellen DeGeneres should have stepped in. One pointed out an incident where a senior producer was screaming at a lower level employee and Ellen simply watched and giggled in amusement.
7: That's probably poor form.
4: You're, You're swinging the other way, huh?
7: Uh, this is uh, I can't imagine if Sarah were yelling at Anna, for example, that you wouldn't maybe step in and try to moderate the situation a little bit. I, I think
4: you would do that. I don't know. You, is there any <laughs> good getting in between two women who are fighting? That's guess, a good who's point, gonna, guess who's going to be the first one to lose? The two always turn against the middle. You're Have right. you ever tried to solve a fight between two women? No, I have years of experience oh, at this. Experience zero success. Mm-hmm. Zero. They work it out themselves. Perfect. Then
7: then maybe Ellen was right. You're not going to you're going to step in and you're going to be the one who winds up getting hurt.
4: Ellen says, on day one of our show, I told everyone on our first meeting that the Ellen show would be a place of happiness. No one would ever raise their voice. Everyone would be treated with respect. Well, okay, so that didn't happen. Unless you have that in your contract. I don't know. Mm. How much can you really gripe and complain? It is work, after all.
9: Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm.
4: A second report, 36 employees said sexual misconduct. Go ahead, Chris Bork. Uh, I'd be interested to know
7: what they're doing I don't have it just
4: sexual go it. Just, misconduct just, just, is. Uh, just go
7: ahead because you know if you say to somebody oh that's a nice looking sweater on you oh that's a sexual advancement you're you practically raped me if you fart in the presence of a woman and you're a man that is an aggressive farting move and that's a uh, uh, you've put me down uh, sexually
4: what? it's an aggressive fart. Now, Chris Boyer is known for getting on the side of the worst people in humanity, <laughs> mm-hmm. right?
9: Mm-hmm. Yes.
4: You remember uh, Shreky? What was his name?
5: Martin Shkreli. 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 And then who was it
4: last week or the week before he got on the side of another horrifying doctor?
5: Mm, yeah, the woman who uh, was talking about the hydroxycut for <laughs> the cure for COVID. That's right. And he got blood. on.
4: He got on the side of that doctor with the the heavy. The heavy seemed like a Jamaican accent. Mm-hmm. Who, who uh, Trump was saying, "All right, finally, someone's on my side." And then she pointed out that uh, all of her research came from ground up dust from space aliens, alien
5: DNA, and demon sperm. Right, and Boyer
4: mm-hmm. was on her side too. Yeah, that was awesome.
7: <laughs> Those were two unrelated.
4: <laughs> well, you were you were backing up doctor. her you were backing up her research, and her research came from space alien DNA. I don't believe she said that's where the research came from. Her research came from practical
7: applications because she lived in a third world her. country. You're still defending her, and she still did say that. Now she may have made a separate statement about space aliens, and uh, that doesn't have, mean she, she didn't did. say it. She correct, but the, you cannot you cannot relate the two. She didn't. I totally that, related the two. She did not say that hydrochloroquine was endorsed by
4: space aliens with demon sperm. She came out and she said, hydrochloricide is great stuff. I've used it to treat so many people for different issues, and it's been great. It's not scary like other people said. And they said, wow, that's really something to pay attention to. Anything else? Yes. I'm working on space aliens this week. <laughs> and that's when everybody except you said, oh, uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I consider her statements to stand alone and on their own merit. And again, that's why you're special. Thank you. <laughs> that's why you're able to find the good in people like Martin Shkreli, who, yes. by the way, is still in prison. Just, that's that's a, a, a separate issue. Such a shame. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot he got on the space alien doctor's side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else did she say? It wasn't just space alien. She said something else. Totally nutty.
5: Demon sperm.
4: Oh, if yeah. If you have
5: a dream with a witch where you have sex with them, then you're going to have endometriosis or other reproductive problems or have erectile dysfunction.
4: But she had set a period after her clucks discussion. Uh-huh. Yep. So the next sentence was some p- completely different, so it doesn't matter. Right. They can be
7: totally separated and... Uh... One legitimized and the other one ridiculed.
4: Correct. Speaks Just because they a- come out of the same kook's mouth mm-hmm. shouldn't <laughs> indicate anything worrisome to you at all. Thank you.
2: Speaks to the credibility of the witness, <laughs> judge.
4: <laughs> now, how would that go? Uh, well, <laughs> How would that go in a court?
3: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
4: Our witness up there yeah. talking about Klux, which is the true name of that medicine. <laughs> and she gave all her history about how she's had great work with it. Well, and I'm, okay. I'm going to ask you the question. She goes up there. And she talks about how great it is. And I've used it to cure so many things. Period. Done. Established. What else have you done, Doctor? Well, I've worked on space aliens and the devil. Yeah, well, now, if you're on the jury, what's your attitude towards this key witness? Well, as the attorney, I'm not asking those questions. Well, because I asked you if you're on the jury. You're on the jury, remember? Uh, I asked you as you're on the jury, what's your thought on that testimony? <laughs>
7: there better be a
4: motion to strike. So it's not so good, is it? It's not so good. Yeah, it's not so good. All right, very good. Anyway, back to Ellen. Now they're saying the replacements for Ellen are going to be Sean Hayes. What show was he on?
5: Uh, Will and Grace. Will and Grace,
4: yeah. And he wasn't Will or Grace, was he? No. Okay. It was Jack. Jack, okay. Kristen Bell, Melissa McCarthy, or Jennifer Aniston in the running for the spot.
5: This is according to Twitter nominations.
4: Um, Dailymail.com is reporting it. And I don't know who uh, is making those nominations. I'm certain Jennifer Aniston will not take that job. (laughs) No. Jennifer is Ellen's friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Bell probably would murder her family to get that job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Same as Sean Hayes and Melissa McCarthy. I don't know if she wants to be a talk show host or not. But anyway, it's hard to say what will happen with Ellen, right?
5: Yeah, right now things look uncertain, but give it a few days; another news cycle will come through, and let
4: it blow over. <laughs> yeah. Right? How many times has that saved companies, corporations, people's careers? Mm-hmm. Just let something else really bad come along. Jizz Lane is going to have to say something in the next day or two, and then people will stop paying attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right?
5: Jimmy Kimmel was just on the cancel train, and now he's back to hosting the Emmys in a
4: month. So, and, and what did he do? He he took a vacation that he had planned for seven years in advance Uh just because it happened on the exact same day that his bad news broke out. Mm -hmm. A mere coincidence. Right. And now all of a sudden, everyone's done talking about Jimmy Kimmel and his blackface, right?
9: Mm -hmm. I think it's a great
4: idea. I guess it all depends on whether or not Ellen wants to keep working, right? Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. I like her show. I think it's fun.
5: Very positive. You don't like her dancing over the table, though, right?
4: Isn't that done? Isn't her it's dancing? Stopped,
5: but I just remember you like, come
9: on. Oh, rah,
4: rah. I don't like all the dancing on that <laughs> okay. show. Everyone just, just sit the hell down. OK, <laughs> you're not impressing me. It adds nothing to the show here that you come out doing the jitterbug. All right. Just, just sit the hell down. <laughs> you really want to see James Corden come out and do the limbo over a table?
0: <laughs> kind of one. One. <laughs>
4: I got a domestic disturbance email. Uh-oh. You know how these go.
9: Yeah.
4: It's about husband and wife. and mm. I feel like he's been in a sting. Oh. Yeah, uh-oh. I feel like he got set up, fell for it, and he's in a sting operation. Oh, no. He didn't do anything wrong. And he is 100% wrong.
9: <laughs> and he
4: needs your help. All, all right? right? It's coming up next year on the DSE Show. Home of the DSC KGB. From 1015 KGB San Diego, it's the DSC radio show. Dave Rickards, Emily Suave McGuire, and the Chainsaw. Was it a happy birthday for you, Chainsaw? Yes, Your maple Maple donuts and your circus cookies and your salmon and your avocado and your... Osso buco. and I try to think of all your favorite Right, right, yeah. right, right, I did have the avocado, so you yeah, got the one avocado in avocado toast, right? It
8: was very nice. Thank
4: you. Well, very happy birthday. Many happy returns to you. Appreciate that. I love, uh, everybody loves ringa I still mm-hmm. watch it every yeah. night. It's I think great. it's on, uh, um, what channel? It's TV Land, I think it's on every night. I found myself going, uh, because we have Patricia Heaton on the show with us here today, who is Deborah Barone. And I'm trying to think who is my favorite character on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, and I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't be able to pick my favorite because even of the standal the regular characters that were on all the time, even like the side characters, like Fred Willard and uh, the girl who played <laughs> Georgette, right. and oh my God, they're all so good. They were all so good. Patricia, are you there, dear? Yes,
6: I'm here. I, I was just
4: I was just carrying on about how much I loved. Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, and I do still watch it every night on TV Land. Welcome to our show here today.
6: Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh,
4: Absolutely. Uh, big fans, big fans of Everybody Loves Raymond, and I know that uh, uh, is uh, somewhat water under the bridge, but that's got to be a moment that you're so proud of. And I, I I, think I heard that when you um, auditioned for the role of Deborah Barone, who is always a very busy mom, Mm-hmm. and twins, and an older daughter. I mean, you're just the typical American busy mom. That that was going on in your real life the day that you went in to audition for that part.
6: Yeah, yeah. in many ways it was the easiest audition I had because I was Deborah. I, I had a babysitting conflict where she, the babysitter had to go to, to class. And so I was rushing into the audition. There were 12 actresses in the waiting room. I was begging them to let me go in first because I had to get back out, which they kindly did. Um, and, uh, you know, I wanted to just read the script, you know, audition, get out of there. Well, they were chatting away with me and chatting away with me in the room, with, you know, Phil Rosenthal and Ray and the director. And, you know, and I just thought, when are they going to let me read the pages? I just need to get out of here. And, uh, you know, I said, can we just read the pages? And they said, oh, You'll actually audition. Your agent told us you won't audition. You'll just meet with us. That's like a thing in Hollywood. If you know your agent tries to make you seem like you're too cool for auditioning, hmm. and you're you know you're such a big star that you will just meet with them but not not actually read pages. I'm like no, no, of course I'll read. I mean I was out of a job. I had two kids. You know I was clipping coupons. I was like yes, of course I'll read. Um, and so I just read and got out of there. And I think that whole aspect of deborah i was living you know just had a lot on her plate wasn't getting any help um i, I it's funny i'd like to i like to call those years of raising kids the seething years you're always so angry at your husband you said that <laughs> i, really I crossed across with deborah when i watch it now i'm like man he was angry it was a little hard <laughs> yeah
4: those writers didn't do you any favors but you know what i saw you, i saw you in an interview one time and you said um about having to play that role where you're you're mad at Raymond so many times you said it was easy for you because you were mad at your husband all the time
6: exactly <laughs> it was perfect Isn't and it then weird? when I did the, the yeah I mean when I did the middle uh, my kids were the same age as, as the kids on that show too and it and it really harkened back to my Midwest upbringing I really related to that. So it was, you know, those two shows for me were very easy to do because I I just knew those characters and their lives so well.
4: Isn't it weird when you go into uh, particularly that Raymond audition the first time you walk in there? uh, How unlikely is it that you looked around and said, well, this is going to be my springboard. I'll be a multimillionaire. I'll be world famous. I'm going to be an Emmy Award winner. Oh,
6: I. I knew that this show was going nowhere. I'm looking around the room and I'm like, Who, who's Ray Romano? Never heard of him. He was like sitting in the corner like Boo Radley in The Kill a Mockingbird, you know, behind the door. I'm like, this is the guy? You got to be kidding. It's, you know, I better sign up for unemployment because uh, this isn't going anywhere. And, you know, but when I read the script, I saw how great the script was immediately. I think it was the because it had the famous Fruit of the Month club scene where Doris Roberts slipped yeah. out because, you know, Ray has signed her up for as a gift Fruit of the Month and she's screaming about there's too much fruit in the house. Um, and I, you know, it was so original and I'd never seen anything like that before. And I, I could just tell, I could just tell you as an actor when when the script works it just leaps off the page makes you laugh. In fact, I've been cleaning out my garage, as most everybody's doing during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I' came across some old a box of Raymond scripts. And so I started reading them, and I was laughing out loud as I was reading these old scripts. First of all, I couldn't remember some of them um, because I had four kids by the time that show finished, and I you know was out of my mind. Um, and it was you know a long time ago. and and yet I read those scripts, and they were so delightful. Um and that just reminded me of how fortunate I am to have been part of that show and those wonderful people. I mean Ray Romano has become like a movie star now. Yeah. I never thought you'd say the names Ray Romano and Martin Scorsese in the right. same sentence. Right. He was that lawyer guy.
4: I know, that was crazy. You must be very <laughs> proud of him.
6: Well you're on very, your you're,
4: you're, you're, you're on your second act now, aren't you?
6: Well, I've been having a couple second acts um, right, uh, during the pandemic. We were filming in Oklahoma City and had to um, shut down because of COVID. But that was my first producing, like, really from the ground up. I've produced other movies, Mom's Night Out, Amazing Grace. But this is the first one where we developed the script all the way through. We financed it. We're on set every and behind the camera. husband directing and uh, it's been wonderful I really really enjoy it and there's a joy in finding
3: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law.
6: See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Discover after all these years. That's very exciting. That's why I'm excited for people to read this book, Your Second Act. Because this is your everybody book. Everybody in the book. Has, yeah, everybody has found, everybody in the book found this new thing, usually because circumstances beyond our control, for beyond their control, force them to, um, you know, change and have to do something different. But it's really exciting to know that there's a whole world out there that you can explore, just because maybe your kids are out of the house now, or maybe you retired, doesn't mean your life has to end.
4: You know, Patricia Heaton, who is my new best friend now that I've moved on from Kevin Costner. Right. Um, <laughs> your book called um, Second Act. You, uh, I was l- looking through the stories last night, and one of your stories mm-hmm. is and one of your stories is about a woman who moves around the country with her husband. I think they're like in Alabama, and they finally land in the mountains of California. And this woman, Liz, takes mm. on different jobs working at various restaurants, and she's baking. And uh, this is an important story for people here in San Diego, because one day a guy from Costco comes in and says, I want all your baked goods. I want to sell them at Costco. And do you remember what that company became, Patricia?
6: Yeah, Liz Smothers at the Julian Pie Company. Yeah, oh.
4: yeah. she tells, and, and, yeah. Liz, and Liz Smothers in your audio book tells the story herself.
6: And she's an amazing person, and um, she's just one of many in this book who just, you know, and she didn't set out to do this necessarily, Um, and it was, she had to, you know, she was trying to earn a living for her family, and um, it's a lot of people like that. These aren't, uh, you know, it's not Elon Musk um, doing SpaceX. It's, you know, starting to bake pies in somebody else's shop and becoming so good at it and working so hard at it and just... You know, when a door opened, that she would go through it.
4: And the so, funny thing um, about the funny thing about Liz Mothers is, she's making these great pies, and this guy from Costco comes in and says, "These pies are so good, I want to sell them at Costco." And Liz is like, "Get out of here! Stop bothering me! This, I'm not doing." <laughs> <laughs> right,
6: right. And you know what's interesting is when you read they've she's had some failures. They were. They had an orchard and they were starting a cider company and it didn't really work and they had to pull back on that. So, you know, what's interesting to see is what, you know, people continue to um, try to expand or change or do whatever. Some of it works, some of it doesn't. That's all part of the process. And, you know, you have to look at failure as something to learn from. The minute you 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 learn from your failure, it becomes a lesson instead of a failure, and that's the only way to grow and move forward. So you shouldn't be afraid of uh, of, of not being successful. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other.
4: I totally believe, totally believe everything you just said there. So this book is called Your Second Act. You can still watch Everybody Loves Raymond probably on 50 channels, but uh, I watch it. I do. I watch it on uh, TV land every night. And I did like that doctor show that you were doing right before the pandemic hit. I thought that was a great show. I don't know what the Thank future you. of that is, but I thought it was really funny. And no, uh, it we, got
6: canceled. So um, you know, like, did it. Like, it inspired the book, Your Second Act, but, you know, because it was called Carol's Second Act. Yeah. Um, and like many other people during this pandemic, my show is canceled. My deal at CBS was not renewed. Um, You know, a lot of stuff has fallen through, but, you know, we're tough in in the entertainment industry. We're used to having things fall apart. Most things do. You got to get back up.
4: Yeah, most things in entertainment do fall apart. You're right.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. all right well yeah. the very best to you
4: your second act you can get that uh, like on amazon and everywhere you get books and there's an audiobook and she does really she's really charming when she narrates it so we wish you the best of luck and i will watch you on tv land tonight okay okay thanks so much thanks
6: patricia thank you. No. okay
4: that's the first time ever i've gotten an interview done on time with them because normally they just stop talking to me and they I hang know. up
5: <laughs> yeah you don't get to hear a thanks or a goodbye you're just uh hello? i
4: did that perfectly hello yeah. I timed it you, perfectly.
5: Everything about that. Yeah. You're proud, David.
4: I was watching um, a blooper reel from Everybody Loves Raymond last night mm-hmm. when I was researching Patricia Heaton, and uh, I have such a deeper appreciation for that show right now because they go through so many takes when they're doing those shows. They're done just in pieces. I think when they, when you finally see a sitcom. Uh, And you sit down and you watch for 30 minutes. The edits that have been made to piece that show together from the different takes that they do from every scene are numerous. Mm. And what I noticed in Everybody Loves Raymond is they looked forward to bloopers. They looked forward to outtakes. Raymond was clearly being paid by the hour because he did everything he could to screw that show up. (laughs) And uh, anytime, anytime that there was a line... That was having difficulty being delivered by one of the other players, whether it was Brad Garrett or Patricia Heaton, uh, you could see in this reel of bloopers that Ray Romano would have a different setup because he's that brilliant of a stand up comedian. He could give he could rewrite the script on the fly. Got it. And there was one scene. There was one scene where uh, Ray was being invited out with Brad, his new girlfriend and his wife, Deborah, and he didn't want to go because he didn't want to go out. Mm hmm. And uh, everyone took turns doing things that they knew was never, ever going to get on the air. They were just screwing around just yeah. for fun, just for their own amusement, like doing stand-up. And the audience loved it. And, you know, Ray didn't want to go out. And so Deborah goes up. Oh, you don't feel good. That's too bad. And she grabs him by the ear and <laughs> drags him out. But in this one outtake that no one ever saw, she grabs him by his dick
2: uh, yeah, she did.
4: <laughs> and hauls him out of the scene it's insane it's just insane the way i mean it just obviously you'll never see it except on the blooper reel
7: you
8: like nemo's deborah sure great all
4: right i'll get the car
1: hey you know maybe you guys should might go without me because i'm not feeling too good okay then come on deborah let's go
6: okay <laughs> What's the matter, Ray? Do you feel like you have a sore throat? or something? I think something? it might be in my throat. <gasps> oh my Just
4: hauling him out by the penis. You hear that slap?
9: Oh.
4: And he did not see that coming. <laughs> but they did have a lot of fun on that
9: show. Sorry.
1: I hope she's not dead tonight, really. She was such a nice girl. I was such an idiot. <laughs> That's your line, Emmy winner.
8: Uh, The Padres made the fake crowd very happy. An NFL star thinks the season should be canceled, and she's got to be
4: right. All right, Patricia Heaton's my new best friend. Yes, she is. I've moved on from coffee cup talker. Yeah. Kevin Costner. Run away. (laughs) Here is the chainsaw. Talking sports now with
8: the KGB Gold Bowl. Welcome, Walton and Panketai. everybody. In the most sports world, with three solo homers and a couple of RBI singles, the Padres owned a 5-4 advantage on the Dodgers
1: last night in Petco Park.
8: And our Kirby Yates tried to close it out.
1: Full count now to Chris Taylor with two outs in the
11: ninth inning. He struck him out the Padres' win. Kirby Yates picks up his first save as the Padres hold on and win it 5-4. to four. Kirby Yates gives up the leadoff home run to Cody Bellinger, but then proceeds to strike out Pollock. Wow,
8: that uh, fake crowd is really into it. You hear yeah. that?
6: Yeah. yeah.
8: I think borrowing sound from when Brazil won the World Cup, I think. <laughs> Wrong. Anyway, the Padres are now tied with the Dodgers at one game behind the division-leading Colorado Rockies. They beat the Giants last night, and the Padres-Dodgers go again tonight at 6-10 our time. Outlaw NFL wide receiver Antonio Brown has been let go by, in order, the Steelers, the Raiders, and the Patriots for his erratic behavior and brushes with the law. Sexual assault, heaving furniture out of high rises, attacking a truck driver, for which the NFL has suspended him eight games in case any team wants to pick him up. He'd have to serve that suspension before he could play. Well, guess what team is looking at signing... Antonio Brown. Oh, no. One Don't guess, say Don't say
5: Just it. Just
8: the one. Uh Chargers. The Seattle Cheathawks. Yes. Cheathawks quarterback Charles Seahawks? Manson. Seahawks? Thinks that uh yeah, Brown would be a great addition. Oh yeah. Oh, God, so bro. does Cheathawks coach Seahawks. Pete Pete Cartel.
5: Uh, Pete Carroll.
8: Keep in mind. feather. Okay Keepin Cheats
5: uh, yeah, what? Yeah
8: keep in mind that Charles Manson is only out and playing football because Brad Pitt stepped in and prevented multiple murders by his followers back in 1969 <laughs> at least according to the movie once upon a time in Hollywood uh-huh. yes altered history according to Quentin Tarantino he's already it's killed Hitler in a theater
5: right now with you he's
8: already killed Hitler in a theater a theater fire maybe now he can go back and have that umpire call a strike in the 1998 mm. World Series
9: it was a strike. Yes.
8: All right. Anyway, good luck with that. And you know what? If he works out, look out for the Cheetahs.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks,
1: Cheetah.
8: In the National Hockey League yesterday, the Hurricanes rumped the Rangers, the Jets doused the Flames, the Lightning lowercased the Capitals, the Golden Knights showered the Stars, the Oilers Exxon Valdezed the Blackhawks, and the Penguins are from the Southern hem- Hemisphere, not the Northern, the Canadians. Chris Boyer, Exxon Valdez a giant uh, cr- a, uh, crude ship crash in Prince William Sound mm. with Joseph Hazelwood mm. at the helm. No, I'm sorry. Exxon Valdez was a middle infielder for the Milwaukee Brewers ah, back oh. in the 80s. Right decade, wrong thing. Fie! Meanwhile, in rational, eh? And
12: I'm getting really sick of guys named Todd. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's just a goofy name, okay? Hi, what's your name? Todd. (laughs) I'm Todd. And this is Blake and Blair and Blaine and Brent. Where are all these goofy boys' names coming from? Taylor, Tyler, Jordan, Flynn. These are not real names. (laughs) You want to hear a real name? Eddie. Eddie. Eddie is a real name. Whatever happened to Eddie? He was here a minute ago. Joey and Jackie and Johnny and Phil, Bobby and Tommy and Danny and Bill. What happened? Todd! (laughs) And Cody and Dylan and Cameron and Tucker. Hi, Tucker. I'm Todd. Hi, Todd. I'm Tucker. Soft names make soft people. I'll bet you anything that ten times out of ten, Nikki, Vinny, and Tony will beat the shit out of Todd, Kyle, and Tucker. ball Association.
8: <laughs> the Lakers beat the Jazz last night to clinch the number one seat in the Western Conference. Not that it means much without home court advantage. They're all playing in the same place. During yesterday's action, commentator Doris Burke, Doris, <laughs> who was quite knowledgeable about the game, admitted something very, very personal.
6: I do like being right.
8: <laughs>
6: Ask my ex-husband. <laughs> happens every time. So- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
9: uh,
11: there's a reason it's ex, huh? <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> What's her name? Oh, sorry. That's not funny. In other sports, David. So when this pandemic hits, so many people have nothing to do. And it struck Major League Baseball. Poor catcher Reese McGuire. He's a catcher, I think, for the Toronto Blue Jays. Did you hear about his trouble? No. Ah, the tape has finally come out. He didn't know what to do. It's springtime. He should be at spring training, but uh-huh. that was all shutdowns. What's yeah. a boy to do? Goes to the mall, takes off his pants, and he beats off in the parking lot.
3: Whoa. What else could he do? Oh, uh, Read a book? <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, apparently he wasn't doing it very clandestine style and people noticed it so the police showed up and they arrested reese mcguire Uh, and he tried to explain the situation before telling the cops i realize what an idiot and a dumb place to be hanging out that's one of the cops said to this major league baseball player straight up why would you come to a mall just to masturbate
0: yeah good question (laughs) his answer yeah
4: I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna jacket where the sun always
11: shines. He's gonna jacket. Been spreading the word, and now I need these, my mind.
4: Jacketed, jacket. been
11: oh. planting them apple seeds, and while the apples grow, I'm gonna go. Jackin it
4: in San Diego. Yeah, he got arrested Jackin in uh, Florida. Jackin Jackin you know, trying Jackin to do his spring Jackin training Jackin down there. And I don't no Apparently, they don't go for the masturbating down there. Home. He's, about to He's Come to San Diego. Yeah. Song,
11: we respect it. Yeah. We yeah. it. We encourage it. We celebrate it. There's no better place for Jacking it than San Diego.
4: This is your 101.5 kgb FM Sports Network. Oh, my. Let's get someone qualified for this kick-ass Rockin' Backyard that KGB has given away. Ready to do it right now? Yeah. Got your finger on the timer? Ready to set a 10-minute, 15-second timer? Yes. Let's do it right now. The official entry for a chance to win the rocking Backyard makeover. One winner is going to be randomly selected on Monday. Wait, one winner will be randomly selected Monday through Friday. Oh, that's not one winner.
2: Each day. Qualifier. You're correct.
4: It's a slight distinction. One person who is not the winner will be selected Monday through Friday. In the 7, 1, and 4 o'clock hours, you're going to have 10 minutes and 15 seconds to call back and uh, get qualified. And the grand prize winner will be notified on Monday, August 31st. So we're doing this all month long, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. That should give us enough time to get this liner straightened out. <laughs> read it just like we wrote it, David. Don't ad lib the liner. You know, when I ad lib it, it's wrong. Right. And when I read it straight, it's wrong. What are my chances of ever getting this right? <laughs> zero, zero point, point zero. zero. All right. <laughs> Raymond Day. Bing. There goes the timer. Raymond Day. You now have uh, 10 minutes. And 15 seconds to call us back here. Raymond Day, if you get us back in 10 minutes and 15 seconds, we'll put you on the short list of people who are qualified now to win this rockin' backyard from Evo Turf and Pavers and KRC Rock. All right. I told you that I had a letter from a guy who I feel has is a victim of a sting operation. Yeah. And uh, that is, uh, he was in a discussion with his wife. And uh, we never see this coming. Just We're just having a quiet conversation with our loved ones, and the next thing we know, we are in deep yite. Mm-hmm. And this happened with this guy. Okay, He says uh, one of his wife's friends has been undergoing chemotherapy, and as a result, has lost all her hair. Oh. And so my wife was with her and one other friend, and they decided that they'd shave all their hair off, too. Oh,
5: gosh.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, what was that I heard? I heard someone muttering something.
5: The woman is going to feel great about this for supporting her friend. The husband is going to hate it because he likes her with the hair she has.
4: Well, a bold prediction. (laughs) I don't know if that's what's going to happen here. Remember, I told you there's a sting coming up here, okay? So these three women have decided they're all going to do this together, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy says, my wife, along with her friend, to support their friend going through chemotherapy, they all shaved off their head. Mm -hmm. It's a great gesture and all. I get that, Dave, but I wasn't aware of this. Mm
9: -hmm.
4: I wasn't brought in on this. Mm -hmm. And I happen to be working on my laptop on the bed when my wife comes up and she asks me, do I find bald women hot? (laughs) Here's the problem. Uh, Yeah. She walks up to him and says, do you think bald women are hot? Yeah. The problem was, I didn't look up before I answered. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I said, no effing way. <laughs> and that's when I looked up and saw my bald wife. Ooh. You can't take no effing way back. It's a definitive declaration. Yeah. Huh? It sure is. Is it taken out of context? <laughs> <laughs> no.
5: Oh ah, no, it's not. <laughs> Comma except for you, honey. Oh, oh no. It I think way has a period at the end of it. Too late. The uh-huh. tears, Dave,
4: it was like a fire suppression oh, system. Gosh. Now she says I don't find her attractive. She's bawling her head off. I tried to salvage the situation by telling her, "No, no. I don't find other bald women attractive, ah. but I tried to tell her she looked hot without hair, but she told me I was an effing liar. That's when I came back with. Well, it's just hair. It'll grow back. Won't it? (laughs) This apparently was not a good thing to say because that just made the crying worse. And my mother, who's been living with us, told me I'm an ass (laughs) for making her cry when she was just trying to help out a friend going through this treatment. Wife slept in a different room. Spending a lot of time looking in the mirror. More than once, I've tried telling her I don't care about the hair because what she did to support her friend is the most important thing. I've tried to apologize, but she says I've given her insecurity for the time being. So, anyone know how I can fix this? Because I can't do it on my own.
9: Mm,
5: You said too many words
3: there. Hey, there he is. (laughs) So, what happened? Could she detect it? It's an interesting question. How so? How so? I'll tell you how so. She's bald. What do you mean bald? What do you think I mean bald? Bald. Bald bald. She's bald? She's bald, Jerry? Oh, come on. Oh, come on? No, come on. She took off a hat. And there she was.
10: Hello! Uh, it's like I was looking at myself in a mirror.
7: Well, maybe she got
0: a haircut or something.
3: Hey, you know, let me tell you something. No one walks into a beauty parlor and says, give me the Larry Fine. <laughs> Women go bald?
0: Yeah, I've heard of that. I mean, they usually wear a wig.
10: Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey.
3: Uh. You fixed me up with a bald woman. <laughs> bald? Yeah, that's right.
0: Do you see the irony here? You're rejecting somebody because they're bald.
10: So? <laughs> You're
11: bald!
10: <laughs>
4: <laughs> She's bald, Jerry? <laughs> So, what do you say, crew? This guy needs help stat. She came in and said, do you think bald women are hot? And he said, no effing way.
5: And then he said, I can't fix it on my own. And really, the sentence should have been, I can't fix it.
12: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
6: It's my little escape.
4: Now Judy's the life of the party.
6: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
4: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: You have no help. <laughs> I haven't Are thought you of up?
5: anything. He's just, he's got to wait for it to cycle through and screw up in a different way and hope she... Time. Time all.
4: Are you saying the news cycle, like, where... (laughs) You're saying this whole news cycle where people like Ellen DeGeneres and Jimmy... uh, um, Kimmel. Kimmel all wait for someone else to get in trouble? Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're out of trouble? So... Is there a new cycle with husbands? Maybe a close friend of theirs husband will screw up worse and then he'll be out of the doghouse? Yeah. That's maybe, how it works. Maybe. Yeah. I've never had that happen in my life.
5: Okay, then buy her a really big diamond.
4: Oh.
7: Like Kobe level.
4: Oh, come <laughs> on. Right.
7: Wow, coming from you, the $6 wedding ring girl?
4: She knows what most women like.
5: Not trying to fix it in my household, trying to fix it in his.
4: That's right. She knows. She knows what flies. I'll come to you last, Chris Boyer, as I always do. Roger. We'll let these sad, pathetic amateurs <laughs> muddle their way through it first. Chainsaw, what do you think? Honey, I will
8: always love you more than anyone else, no matter how unattractive you are to me. I don't... It's... it's Time. Time is the only thing. And after time, she might take off. And in time, I might find you attractive again. If it grows out, which it may not, because you know how those things go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he needs
4: to bite his tongue with only niceties and time. Okay. All right. I'm not hearing what I think, what I think might be my solution. And I think my solution is awful. Awful. Mm-hmm. Let's see if that's your solution. What do you think, Sarah?
2: Just double down with how beautiful she looks in her different features now that you're noticing that she never had. What a perfectly shaped head you have. Um, it makes your cheekbones stick out. Oh, you look so beautiful and you're even more beautiful to me now that you did this for your friend.
10: Oh, God. Uh, yes.
2: That. On. No, lay it on thick. What do you mean, come on?
4: I said, oh, come on. You, all, look uh, no. you look better bald. You look better. I
2: not think better bald. You
4: did. You said you look better now than ever before. With your cheekbones. Oh, I did say that? Yeah, oh. you said that.
2: No, you're how beautifully you have a perfectly shaped head. Look at these features I never noticed. Double down on the compliments.
4: Okay, double down on the compliments. That's not what I was coming up with. I'm surprised Sarah didn't say mine. We're going to get to you. We're going to get to you. I promise you. (laughs) I know you forget every day that you go last. Here's my idea, and mine's the worst of them all. This is your fault. Oh, yeah. This is your fault. You're crying because you're mad because you're bald right now. You know this was a mistake. This is your fault, and I'm mad at you for doing this. How dare you do this?
2: Flip it! Flip it! Flip it! it.
4: Flip it! Uh. Well, can he fix it any other way? He can't fix it! Okay, so since he can't (laughs) fix it, what's the next best thing? Should he lay there and Uh, At least don't take the blame for it. Here the guy is. He was innocent. And now all of a sudden it's his fault that she feels unattractive because she decided to go bald purposely. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not taking the beating for this one. No way.
2: Flip it. No! Flip it! This is the case where you're right and you're going to have to suck it up and shove it deep, deep, deep down and never want to be right. Let it
4: go. The other 364 days, I'm willing to do that. (laughs) Not this one. Uh uh. Oh, no. And she set him up. She set him up?
2: Yes, that's why he is right, but you can't. He stung her.
4: She stung him. Do you find bald women attractive? No! What answer do you expect? Right. Right. He is right. I said no without looking up because I didn't marry a bald woman. My wife's not bald. I don't find bald women attractive. I find you attractive. With the hair (laughs) on
1: the
10: head.
4: (laughs) I didn't say to you on our first date, hey, do you ever think about shaving your head completely bald so I could be attracted to you? (laughs) Flip it.
2: Shove it. Flip it. Deep down. Barf it up. Never.
4: All over her. Uh Uh-uh. All right. Sarah and I disagree. Well, of course, we're all wrong. Let's go to Chris Boyer and find out what's the (laughs) correct response to this.
7: Well, I I see you've got two options. and I like the second one better. The first one would be to say to her, nice head. How about you give me some? And the other one would be to go out and get a... Uh, get a wig for her. Hey, hey, Red. Hey, Red.
10: Hey, Red. Hey, baby, Emily's got a hey, wig Hey, Red, Crud.
7: You walk up behind her to slip that wig on her, then you stick a $100 bill in her bra and you bang
4: her like the dirty little whore she is. Hey, Crud, Red. If you go out and get a wig, though, wow. does that not suddenly erase all the goodwill you did for your friend? No, because she can
7: take the wig back off when she's in the presence of the friend. It's like when somebody sends you a family portrait of themselves for a Christmas gift or something, right? You go, oh, what am I going to do with this? I'll put this in the desk drawer. But then when they come over, you take it out and put it on your desk. And then when they leave, right back in the desk drawer. Hmm.
4: So, yeah, she can be. So just a a series of complex maneuvers that all add up to insincerity. Yes. Not me. Flip it. Flip it. (laughs) This is Your fault. Have you noticed there's a whole industry dedicated to not being bald? There sure is. There's not a whole industry dedicated... Have you always wanted to be bald? Do you hate having hair? No, it's the other way around. Yeah. People don't want to be bald. Does anyone agree with Sarah that you've got to, you've got to eat it, double down? No. No. Because no. no. it won't sell. <laughs> no. it, it won't, won't sell. sell. It, won't. it won't sell. No, you're more attractive. What the hell? You're more attractive now with your bald cheekbones. Good Lord.
2: That's all you can do to save it. You're all rough. You're all going to be single.
4: Listen here, brainstorm. <laughs> Anybody pack five uh, dollars? I
3: got five dollars.
4: Good, you're gonna need it next. The DSC is back on the KGB. KGB. Are you ready for a five dollar name? Is your buzzer quiz? We yes. got a category pulled out for you today. Sarah found this one yesterday. She was surprised to find out the actual meaning of uh, some songs.
8: Huh.
4: Some songs sound like they're just telling a little story and they've actually got a different, maybe darker, maybe dirty meaning. Ooh, all right. So you've got a triple task today. Oh, boy. On Name Is Your Buzzer. As always, you got to tell me the name of the song. Mm-hmm. you got to tell me the band that's doing it. you got to do it perfectly. But you also got to tell me the dark meaning of the song. Oh, boy. Yeah. Think you can do that? No. <laughs> no? Why not?
5: I don't know. His, the history of a lot of these songs, I'm assuming.
4: Uh, some of these surprised me, that's for sure. I didn't know that that's what that song was about. Mm. Come couple really surprised me. Oh, boy. And why do these people have to be such poets? Can't you just sing a damn song? If you want to <laughs> sing about, like, putting beads in your wiener, can you just sing it? Can't you just sing, I put beads in my wiener? I have to find out that... Ave Maria means I put beads in my wiener <laughs>
5: <laughs> is that a hint Should we no- take note of that mental note of that
4: <laughs> I'm not going to give you that one that oh, was an okay. example
5: got it exhibition okay
4: and uh, we are looking for DSC listeners to choose your champion I have Monica who was the first one to call in guess who she chose
5: me no
8: Sarah
4: no she wants to win hi i Monica Hi. You were the first one to call in. That means you could pick anybody you wanted. Who did you choose?
9: I picked Boyer. Hello, Monica.
4: Winner, winner, Uh winner. That's the noise you're going to be getting ready to hear here. Chris Boyer, who is the champion? He is the 2020 champion. He is the poster child of 2020.
12: How cool is that? I love it.
4: What are you doing today? What are you doing today, Monica?
12: I'm working away. What kind of Listening work? Listening
6: to my favorite show.
4: Bless your heart. What kind of work do you do?
6: I'm a housekeeper.
4: All right. That's dirty work. I'm going to try and make your day a little bit easier today. Thank you. And if Monica wins, I should i should say when Monica wins.
9: <laughs>
4: when Monica beats Stephen, who has called in and selected Sarah. Oh, God. Well, probably was the last Stop. one to call in.
2: No, when, rude mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: He wasn't the last one to call in He was second Okay, who's the last one to call in? Uh, Gary Oh, poor Gary, who uh. chose Chainsaw <laughs> What choice did you have? <laughs> Sorry, pal, birthday's over You're back in the day. <laughs> and poor Ashley, who has foolishly chosen Emily Oh,
5: mm. Sorry, Ashley, I'm gonna do my best for you
4: yeah. <laughs> Participation trophy coming up for you here, Ashley When Monica wins, what is she gonna win?
2: We have a gift card to the Belmont Park restaurants, good for a beach house, draft, or cannonball at Belmont Park, and you can enjoy award-winning sushi or 69 beers on tap, just feet from the sand in Mission
4: Beach. Who knew that uh, fun was still happening in the world? But there it is, right at Belmont Park. They laugh at all the horrors that 2020 is trying to barf up on us. Bald women and illness and all kinds of things. <laughs> Come to Belmont Park. You'll forget all about that. Forget all your troubles. Mm-hmm. All right. So you know your task here. You got to give me the band. You got to give me the name of the song, and you got to give me the dark meaning about the song. All right. That's going to be tricky. Yeah. I'm going to start you out with 100 points. Here we go. Ooh, one, one, boy,
7: boy. Yeah, Chris It is the Knack performing "My Sharona," which was a tribute to a woman who would become a realtor. In
4: Yes, the dark, seamy underworld about singing about realtors. Yes. <laughs> yes, Emily. <laughs> uh, the
8: what, what, My what, what is so dark
4: about that?
7: <laughs> Come she, on. She's in real estate, David.
9: little pretty one, What
4: do you say, Emily?
5: I'm... Uh, my Sharona, The Knack, it's about a married woman he wants to get with.
4: That's close, but not really. Can't give it to anybody. The Knack, My Sharona is about underage love. Sharona Ooh. was a teenager. Yikes. And uh, The Knack was not.
5: I'm glad I didn't know that.
4: <laughs> now, now, I don't you like that
5: song.
4: now you do. Now you do.
8: Oh, ignorance is bliss. But David, mm. what about her real estate career? <laughs> Score! It is Boyer minus 200, Emily minus 100, Cookie was zero. All right. Hello?
4: What's Sarah matter? was zero. <laughs> we don't even. No! All right, <laughs> I mean, come on. Do you really want to be yes! included? Yeah, always. All right. Yeah. Score her too. Okay. Oh, thank you. Throw her a bone. Five hundred points. Oh, Boyer. Chris
7: Boyer. That is Brian Adams performing "Summer of '69," and the uh, risqué element is it's not nineteen sixty-nine; it's sixty-nine. Yeah.
9: Uh-huh. yeah what? What?
4: That's right. He said. Uh, he told us on this show. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He says, "Who says I was singing about a year?" Yeah. I busted his chops for him. I said, "Brian, we're about the same age here. Are you trying to tell me you had a six string guitar and a girlfriend when you were seven? Mm-hmm. Who says I was singing about the year? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Crad. <laughs> Chris Bora got that one right.
3: Mm-hmm. Let's
4: do one thousand points.
3: And whatever happened, the Tuesday is so slow going down the old man with a transistor radio Standing in the sunlight laughing Hiding
10: high a rainbow's wall Slipping and sliding
12: Hey hey All along the waterfall fall with you
5: Emily Emily um, Van Morrison, Brown-Eyed Girl, it's about having
0: butt sex. <sighs>
4: <sighs> <laughs> no. No. The part that Emily got wrong on her answer was the butt sex part. <laughs> Sarah?
2: Sarah? Van Morrison, Brown Eyed Girl, underage sex. Underage sex. Oh.
4: No. no one else buzzing in. That's Van Morrison singing Brown Eyed Girl, his tribute to the heroine. I
6: like my answer
4: better. You would. <laughs> butt Betty.
7: Bloody butt over there.
4: Likes guys to pee in it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Boyer was the one who was all about butt sex. Turns out it's Emily. <laughs> 5,000 points. Here we go.
5: You make, Emily. Emily. The police. The police? Yeah, oh. I think so. I don't know. I'm trying to picture it in my head. The police. Every breath you take. It's about some guy stalking some girl. Yeah.
4: Yes, it is. That is stalking. Often regarded as a crime. Got that right. I wonder if that puts Emily up to the top. Just picked up 2,000 points. That was 5,000. She picked up 10. Did I say 5,000 points? Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, so she has... not. Yeah. Did not. I don't know what you You said. You are so lying right now. All you're thinking about is butt sex. That's
5: why I missed
4: what you said. God. Go ahead, Chancel. She has
8: a net 7,900 points in the lead, followed by Boyer with 800. I have zero,
4: and Sarah minus 1,000. Uh oh. 7,900 points for this one.
10: We're talking about the night. The one who closed the bedroom No. I'm called to
12: hit a Knife
7: sharpened, tiptoe. Boy! All right, Chris This It is uh, the Rolling Stones performing Midnight Rambler.
4: And then it's just. Isn't it Midnight Gambler? Is it Midnight Rambler? Go ahead. I don't, I don't care either one.
7: And uh, it's a song about uh, murder, about knifing somebody. Can you be more
4: specific? Uh, no. Which murderer are you talking about? Jack the
12: Ripper? Yeah, what?
1: Just
4: a He got it. Wow. That's right. That song's about Jack the Ripper. Well done, Chris Boer. Thank you, sir. Yeah, there's a lot of. You just read the lyrics on that song. It's like, oh, this is. First of all, it's not a great song. No. It's, it's not. <laughs>
5: I've never heard that, but that was hideous.
4: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even remember the title. It's Rambler, Midnight Rambler. I don't know, sir. do not what even care. I said. All right. Good job. You got it.
9: Twenty-five thousand
6: points. Oh, 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 oh. That's all you uh,
9: Emily.
1: Emily.
5: George Michael father figure. It's about wanting to be uh date a younger girl.
9: You like
4: Very young. <laughs> What's up, Sarah? George Michael. I thought that was going to be your wheelhouse.
2: Yeah, but I... I.
4: Right. Yeah. Oh, I right, don't very know. Good.
2: <laughs> I don't know the meaning. It good luck, so Steven. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 100,000 points.
12: So come on, Virginia. Show me a sign. Send up a signal. I'll throw you
7: the line. Chris Boyer. This is Billy Joel. Only the good die young. And it's a song about trying to bang underage Catholic schoolgirls.
4: He's close, but not quite. He's close. He's very, very close. Another show that didn't depend on championship rules would give it to him. He's got the song title right. He's got the performer right. Just give me the theme here.
12: So come on. Virginia, show me a sign. Send up a signal. I'll throw you the line. Stained glass you hiding behind. Never lets in the sun.
10: Mm.
4: That song's about losing your virginity. Sorry, Chris. Okay. I know that. I know what that response means. <laughs> yeah. Score. It is. Chris Boyer, oh.
8: minus 183,400.
4: Oh.
6: Yo. Sarah, oh. minus
8: 1,000. Okay. Cookie, very <laughs> steady at zero. And Emily has 57,900 points on top. And we're at
4: halftime. Yeah. It's a tough one today, isn't it?
9: Yes, yeah. sir.
8: You got to
4: tell me, what go. is the meaning of that song? Only the good die young, giving up your virginity. He does sing about... Catholic girls and whatnot, but it's about losing your virginity. Chris Boyer has his work cut out for him to continue his record-setting streak going wire-to-wire in 2020. Can he do it?
5: No! (laughs) Stop me!
4: Can he do it?
5: Well, right now, no. The game ended right now. No!
4: Is the game ending right now? No. So can he do it?
5: (laughs) No! (laughs) No! Man I have to remain optimistic for myself
4: Dave. Dead set against you Chris Boy. I don't know what you did to her We're good Monica Chainsaw What will be in sports next? Mark Grant loves
8: 70s soft rock <laughs> We'll hear from Padres uh, Rookie manager Jace Tingler And an NFL party Mocks COVID protocols
4: And then We'll have round two Of songs with subtle Or hidden meetings Amy hey, Shabush coming up Who's going to win it all today? Will it be Emily? Will it be Chris Boyer? Will it be the Chainsaw? All right, we'll find out. Ah. (laughs) Or will it be Sarah? I
2: always come up from behind.
4: (laughs) You're really good from behind. DSC. DSC is back on the KGB. Jerry O'Connell. He was one of the kids in Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. <laughs> Tough movie. I'm looking forward to talking to him tomorrow. The great actor Jerry O'Connell. Tomorrow morning here on the DSC Radio Show. We're at halftime. In the $5 quiz name is your buzzer. Chris Boyer's got a long way to go to break everyone's heart and win again today. I'm certain it'll happen. Right now, let's get a sports update with a chainsaw here on this Tuesday morning. Yes, we shall. Good boy. I got my Katai and have
8: the look at everybody. In the sports world, at Petco Park last night, the Padres began their series with the Dodgers during which Mark Grant shared his love for 70s power ballads.
11: Tatis no. sends one of the year to right field. Peterson going back at the wall. That ball will carry out of here. Fernando Tatis Jr. ties the game 3-3. Three three. Opposite field, third home run of the season for Tatis Jr. Three solo home runs for the Padres, and Tatis ties it up against Walker Bueller. Oh, there was something in the air that night. The stars so bright. Fernando goes opposite field with the curveball. We saw the curveball to profile for the strikeout.
8: Yes, referring to the soft rock icon's ABBA with their uh, number one hit from the 70s, Fernando. Uh, he loves old music, Mark Grant. Earlier in the game, Mark alluded to Beethoven's fifth movement during a commercial timeout. Uh, I need
2: to take a crap and a nap, and I do not need an audience.
8: Maybe Lady Gaga or Post Malone can write a song about our rookie manager, Jace Chingler, so Mark can update his references. Speaking of whom... Jace Chingler had goosebumps after the Padres 5-4 win.
11: Being back home and uh and uh you know you want you want to start it off um um, um you know what? you know with the win and you know you know it was hard fought it was uh-huh. you, know, you know back and forth and uh-huh. uh and, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's it's good to walk away with, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, with victory and uh-huh. and uh, and uh, and uh, just so
8: many guys uh-huh. contributing.
11: Um, um, um.
8: Padres are now tied with the Dodgers for second place in the division, a game behind the Rockies who beat the Giants last night, seven to six. Padres and Dodgers go again tonight. First pitch 6-10 our time. NFL News, Cleveland Browns, Diva wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. reported to training camp, but even so, he says the NFL should cancel the 2020 season because of COVID-19. Odell says it's just too dangerous to play, especially when this next thing is happening with his colleagues. Los Angeles police responded to complaint calls about a huge party at a mansion on Mulholland Drive last night, reportedly a rented Airbnb a security guard working the party told CBS uh, Television that the bash was being thrown by an NFL player recently drafted, but wouldn't give a specific name. Shots were fired. Oh, One no. person was killed, oh. two others wounded. Dang. Large get-togethers are banned right now in Los Angeles County because of coronavirus. Overhead shots, camera shots this time, show partygoers... <laughs> Packed onto balconies and dancing by the pool without masks or social distancing. Despite the local health order, police couldn't go in to break up the party without a warrant, so instead they were dealing with traffic and noise control and then the shootings. Denver Broncos are trying their best. They have installed a special misting booth at the team facility which sprays a disinfectant on the players to and from practice in hopes of killing the COVID virus. This replaces the kissing booth, which Dr. Fauci recommends the NFL abolish entirely. (laughs) The misting booth also allows the players to be saturated in alcohol before the games instead of only afterwards at the clubs. Come on, guys. Meanwhile, in the national, my landlord's an alcoholic. Uh, no, he is a, a full blown alcoholic. And judging by the downstairs bathroom, he's also an amateur drywall boxer.
10: <laughs> his name is Dad. Real miserable son of a b- growing up. The guy was miserable. The only joy he found in life was when the Dallas Cowboys were losing. And he couldn't say, I love you, to his son. So as we got older, I got smart about it. Instead of saying I love you at the end of a phone conversation, I just go, hey, Dad, the Cowboys are losing. (laughs) And he's like, I know, son.
8: (laughs) The Cowboys are losing too. (laughs) Basketball Association. With less than two weeks of regular season games remaining, Lebby's Lakers clinched the number one seed in the Western Conference with a win over Utah last night. Kawhi and the Clippers play Phoenix
4: at 1 o'clock today. In other sports statements. I just got a letter email from David, who is very sad today.
12: Why?
8: He
4: emailed me a copy of a letter that he got from Mark. And uh, the uh, letter he got from Mark says, Dear David. We have made the difficult decision to play the Las Vegas Raiders 2020 inaugural season at Allegiant Stadium without fans in attendance. (laughs)
9: Mm.
4: Mm. 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 He's a season ticket holder at that brand new $18 billion stadium. And there'll be no fans in attendance. (laughs) But Mark Davis finishes by saying the greatness of the Raiders is in our future. Thank you for your loyal support. Go Raiders. And the fun of 2020 just continues.
10: <laughs> now that's funny.
4: Raider fans, come on. Oh. The pain of Raider fans oh. is enjoyable for everybody, oh. isn't it?
9: Oh.
4: <laughs> the brand new stadium. And we're still waiting on word
8: on uh, the Chargers and Rams, right? Haven't heard about their policy. It's
12: in their new digs. Yikes.
4: I got a hunch. Yeah? Which way that's coming down. It's just a... I got a hunch. Are
8: there some signs that you're saying? Huh. All right. it hey, is. 8.33 in
4: five seconds, and this is your but I would KGB FM Sports Network.
9: Oh, boy!
4: So you cannot go see those games. You cannot see the Raider games. Probably not going to be able to see the Charger or the Ram games. But you can enjoy the great competition there that's going on between Emily... And Boyer And Chayton Yeah Hello Hello Sarah, how you doing dear?
2: I'm not losing is how I'm doing
4: Welcome
1: home DSC to 101.5 KGB
4: What are we doing? We're right in the middle of a a $5 quiz? Yes. Yes And you remember what it was about?
5: Uh, deep, dark meanings to songs that you may or
6: may not know.
4: Yes. Sometimes they're sexual. Sometimes they're uh, dark and meaning. Mm-hmm. What not? Uh, that's the part you... That's the extra layer you've got to crack for me today yeah. to win. It's a tough one, isn't it? It's super challenging. What is our score right now, Chainsaw? It
8: is Boyer, minus 183,400. Sarah minus 1,000, Cookie strong, steady, zero, and Emily <laughs> is plus
4: 57,900. Stephen, who's your uh, champion in today's game? Sarah. Would you like to trade for Chris Boyer? Oh.
10: oh, thanks, asking, but I'm going to stick with my girl Sarah. Are you?
4: Yep. You think that's a wise move?
10: I don't
2: know.
10: <laughs> That's a good question.
4: It's a fair answer. Yeah. It certainly is a fair answer. What do you got going on today, Stephen? I'm at work. What kind?
10: Shipping, receiving, essential worker.
4: Yes, sir. You and me both. Governor wants yeah. us on the job.
11: And thanks, you guys, for coming in. Uh, you make my day a lot easier.
4: Yeah, look who's talking. I go home every day hoping I got something shipped to my house. <laughs> Thank you for being there today, buddy. Likewise. Thanks. Everything came on a truck, David.
7: You ever get anything that falls off the dock? I got a special on appliances.
4: What you doing over there?
7: <laughs> We're in shipping and receiving, and sometimes people don't receive what gets shipped. You know what I'm saying? What no. place is he in? What, no. where,
4: where's his spot right now? He's in the last place?
9: Yeah. Yes. There's a <laughs> little tax makes a
4: lot of sense. going on. All right, here we go. I got to know the name of the song. The name of the band that's performing it. And what is the meaning behind the song? Here we go.
7: That is Brown Sugar performed by the Rolling Stones, and it's about an interracial relationship.
4: You picked up two points on that one, buddy boy. (laughs) Nicely done. All right. This next one. Is one that only Chris Boyer is going to get uh, how uh how many points should we make it and should we allow him to play n- uh, a million and a no <laughs>
5: oh, I would have said not one and yes <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right <laughs> which way do, which way do you want to go? I think that's funnier <laughs> Well we're gonna go a million and Chris Boyer has to wait for at least one other player that would be either Emily or chainsaw
2: or who is still ahead of Boyer.
4: All right, I'll tell you what. (laughs) This one's just for Sarah. She's determined to show Uh she's a player for a million points only, Sarah. Here we go.
9: There you go.
3: I'm a player. I count. Sarah
4: lives matter. Three, two, one. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's I, see who buzzed in here. I
8: heard the car I heard the, eh. the
4: cup. Two, one. Uh, That was Emily, wasn't it? Sure. I heard Emily, yeah.
5: (laughs) The Vapors turning Japanese. It's about whacking off
4: me. So I can look at you from inside as well what kind of hand gestures were you giving me there for a minute I felt like I was following my lieutenant in <laughs> Vietnam you're pointing at your eyes you're pointing down the road you're giving me the zip it all kinds of I didn't know what was going on we land on a plane what was happening I what?
2: had two out of the three which and two I, did you have I knew the name of the song and the meaning of the song and no idea who sang it
4: ah the vapor <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to get this next one. Uh, do we have a new leader in the game? Mm, yes, we have Emily at
8: 1,057,900. She was already the leader, actually. So, no, we she, didn't. Oh, I beg your pardon. Uh, she got 1 million. Boyer got minus, or uh, Sarah got minus 2 million.
5: No, I didn't. I didn't even buzz in. She doesn't get buzzed out for not, she doesn't lose for not buzzing out. She doesn't?
8: Okay. No. All right, then. Uh, Emily has 2,057,900. It's different. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs>
7: but Emily gets two million plus, even though it wasn't the first time she heard it. You it was the it first once. time.
4: No one buzzed there in. No there were no hint. hints. Nothing.
7: Jeez Louise,
5: these two. You guys. <laughs>
4: Any other questions?
5: (laughs) No, I'm ready for for the next song.
4: 14 million points. Here we go. Emily. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Look out. This is where it all falls apart, Ashley.
5: It's a... Los Del Rio, Macarena, Can you tell me
4: which is which and what is what?
5: Oh, sorry. The band is Los Del Rio. Mm-hmm. The song is Macarena. Mm-hmm. And it's about wanting to get together with this very sexy woman, and she wants nothing to do with him.
4: No. Mm-hmm. It is not.
10: It is not.
4: It is about since no one else is going to get this. It is it is Macarena by Los Del Rio, mm-hmm. but it is about uh, a woman who wants to have a three way with her boyfriend's two friends while he's out of town. That's yes. that's right.
5: Yes, I know that's I knew, right. No, know. Sorry, I knew it was about <laughs> sex and hooking up, but I couldn't. How remember many points the, do you need on this one? Oh, I need probably thirty million.
4: Thirty million points. Tara.
2: Aerosmith. I didn't Jane. know you were playing. Hi, right, hi. Where
4: you been? I, I You're probably have on the been phone.
2: On the scoreboard. You were on the phone. I was not.
4: Probably take a lot of phone calls. Thank you for that. Thank you for getting <laughs> Patricia Heaton on the phone I, for me today. Did you like her?
2: <laughs> I loved her. She's good, I isn't she? I was so excited to have her on. Yeah.
4: I like that she acknowledges that she's just tough on yeah. that show because boy, there were some episodes. It's like, all right, already, Deborah. <laughs> oh, sorry. You bust in. Go ahead. Aerosmith. Yeah.
2: Janie's got a gun. Who? Jamie? Jamie? No. Janie with an N. Janie? Yeah. With an N? Yeah.
4: Like Nanu Nanu? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Janie's got a gun, Aerosmith. Yeah. It's about uh, a kid at school with a gun, school shootings, that kind of thing. Am I? What? Yeah, what? you
4: heard me. Well. No, what? it's not. It's not. No, Jeremy. It's not. Oh. Emily.
5: Janie's got a gun, Aerosmith. It's about domestic violence.
4: Yes, it is. Uh, I didn't even know you were playing. What's the hey. score?
8: <laughs> score! It is uh, Sarah minus thirty million one thousand. Boyer minus one hundred and eighty three thousand three hundred ninety-eight. Cookie's still steady at zero. And Emily has four a net four million fifty
4: seven thousand one hundred. Steven. Yes, sir. Hidden shipping and receiving. Are you sure you don't want to ship Sarah right out of there and receive any other player coming in? I can arrange a trade for you.
10: Man, she is trying so hard. She sure
4: is. And that's all that matters. That's it. 500 million points. Sarah! Uh
2: Uh-oh. Madonna. Like a prayer. And it's about... Oh no! Um, crap. What is the meaning? It is three.
9: Um, Two. masturbation. Mm-hmm. Oh, suddenly.
5: Emily, You're starting. <laughs> like a prayer, Madonna. It's about oral sex. You
9: win. Uh,
4: Yep. No! Steven. (laughs) No, 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 no. Steven. I feel like uh, we should have an intervention with you here. I think we should have your family make the decisions for you. I think we should have Britney Spears' father take care of all your important decisions for you for the next few months here. You're you're making very bad decisions. You're in shipping and receiving. We'll ship Sarah right out quickly. We'll get her anywhere overnight. Huh? Oh. No. We we can if you
2: want, sure. No, oh, he's coming around. No one wants to.
3: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
4: yeah, Chris Boyer. It is uh,
7: Guns N' Roses, Dancing with Mr. Brownstone, and that's a song about heroin
4: use. Okay, I don't think that's right. Just buzz
5: them out. It's
4: not. It's not. I didn't think so. <laughs> Emily.
5: Uh, Guns N' Roses, Mr. Brownstone, and it's about heroin.
4: You yeah. heroin. Oh. song you give me a little too much title there chris boyer I sure did
5: but thank you for the meaning <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
4: that was a new one on me mr brown so i just found that out like a year or two ago. about about the heroin huh. the fellows in the band were celebrating their heroin use
5: i'm starting to realize brown is the color of heroin sure I is ever connect that i guess that makes unless sense, it's but... black
4: okay or it could be white
5: see i always thought it was clear yeah
4: or it's white china I mean... white Black, tar, brown, stone. How
5: confusing at <laughs> <are> you?
2: <laughs> he knows his drugs. You're so in the know.
4: I do all the heroines.
2: <laughs> all
4: right, where are we at on our score? Because I'm down to three songs. Three songs. Huh. Oh. Holding <laughs> up his rear
8: is Chris Boyer at minus 2,183,398. Dude,
4: you are going to blow them yeah. all away in the last song, aren't you?
8: Probably. That's my hope.
4: Not a chance. <laughs> no one's going to know the last song. You better get the, you better get the second to last one right. Sarah, minus 1 billion, uh, 30 oh. million,
8: 1,000. Cookie was zero. <laughs> nice. Cookie hasn't buzzed in one single time yet. I've tried a couple times and, and have been late. Uh, one, I heard the call. I heard the call. Cu- I heard of
4: times, the
8: call. And that probably prevented me from being in negative numbers. We now have Emily in the lead with 1,504,057,100. 15 billion
7: points. Boyer. That is Born in the USA, performed by Bruce Springsteen, and that is about the war in Vietnam. Or as they call it there, the American War.
4: What do you think? Should I give it to him? Well, he's starting to give you too much info. He just definitely giving me too much info. You've buzzed him, by the way. Uh, do you want to clarify that answer? Well, it's... First of uh, all, it's Born in the USA by who? Bruce Springsteen. Period. Period. Okay, and it's about
7: it's it's about uh, the, the war in the Vietnam. War in Vietnam. Emily. Emily. Emily.
5: Born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen. It's about the vets coming back from Vietnam.
1: That's it. what
9: it's about.
4: That's right, Emily. <laughs> Boyer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down to two songs. All right. How many points do you need? Hundred million. Hundred billion. 100 <laughs> billion.
8: <laughs>
5: That's my favorite. When any of us do. That. Will a hundred
4: billion even do it for him, Chainsaw? <laughs> it actually would. Yes. A hundred billion points. This one is for Chris Boyer, and only Chris Boyer. No one else can buzz in until he's had a turn of it. Here we go. It's Gotta be a blue or a green song for us. We're totally playing that next, right? That tested well, right? 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 Um, right? Tested well, somewhere. Hey, 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 you just buzzed in, out of turn, you're out. Yeah. Okay, so she just lost <sighs> oh. 100 billion. Sorry for her, <laughs> uh, two, 200 billion. Yeah, you're disqualified. Uh, Chris Bort, Breuer. yes. Uh, that is, I'm sorry lady. that she stole the double the points yeah. on you, but <laughs> I didn't even know she was playing. I didn't either. All right, go ahead.
7: Excuse me, that is a uh, lady Gaga performing poker face. Yes. And uh, that is a song about how it's uh, all about the body, not the uh, face when you're doing a chick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
4: Oh my God. no, it isn't, actually. <laughs> it's called Butterface. That's a great song, Butterface. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one else going to buzz in on that one? Sarah buzzed in. She surprised me. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. No. Emily's not going to touch that one. That is... That is Lady Gaga's tribute to bisexuality, and we're down to the last song. Mm. Chainsaw? Yes, sir, sir. Give me a point value that will put everybody in the running for the game.
8: 250 billion points.
4: 259 clip clop trillion points. Now or never, Boyer. Only Sarah, I just found out you're playing. Chainsaw. Nothing I can do Buzz in before it's over.
12: Of the Boyer! Wow! Wow, that
7: was close! Wow! Go ahead. Bonnie Tyler. Yes! Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yes! It's about a one-night stand. What? It's about a one-night stand. Turning dirty, getting dirty. One-night stand. Period. Turning into, uh... Yeah, yeah. period. It's about a one-night stand.
4: Period. period. Final answer. Final answer. <clears throat> Chainsaw, Sarah.
2: Okay. Yes. Sarah. Yes. yes. Bonnie Tyler. Yes. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yes. About prostitution. What? It's about prostitution.
4: Period. Final yeah. answer. Yeah, all things that
2: encompass that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh,
8: Chainsaw, chainsaw, <laughs> cookie. <laughs> Bonnie <laughs> Tyler, total Tyler totally clips of the heart. It's about the Watergate burglars. Who? No, uh, I'm going to say about. Uh,
4: Let me help you out with a hint here. <laughs> no. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to blurt something out. Blurt something out.
8: It's about ch- cheating
4: <clears throat> husbands. No, it's not. Does anyone know? Emily has won this thing. Does anyone know? No. Nope. It's about vampires. Emily, oh, for God's
9: sake! <laughs> All right, winner. Ashley, i my girl. <laughs> <laughs> have been I have hundred years, and that one oh. Oh.
4: It's about cheating vampires.
9: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you did
4: it, Emily. <laughs> Today for Ashley. What did uh, what did Ashley win today? Give her to
2: Belmont Park Restaurant. Oh,
4: that's right. There's fun still happening in the world. It's all happening over at Fantastic Belmont Park. Congratulations, Ashley. Get ready. Emily and Anna's half baked crackpot news. Are we ready mm-hmm. with today's half baked crackpot news? Yeah. Sarah has sent me a couple of. Stories today about your domestic engineering, which I think are bunk—absolute garbage. Tell me. Uh, so we all probably do this stuff at home. Everybody got a dishwasher at home? Yeah. Yes. What do you do before the dishes go in the dishwasher? You rinse them. You do, says Chris I Boyer. Do. That's because that's the right thing to do.
5: Depending on the food that's on it. Yep. I will rinse avocado off mm. and egg. Right. But otherwise, no. I'm just straight in the dishwasher.
4: This New York Times story says if you rinse your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher, the chances are that they're going to come out less clean. I've heard that. How is that even possible?
5: That the technology in dishwashers is so capable these days that it can sense how much food is on there, so it won't put in as much effort.
4: That's exactly what it says. This says modern (laughs) dishwashers have sensors that figure out how dirty the dishes are. How? How? I don't know. What is that? <laughs> that sounds like a line of BS that the dishwasher salesman would tell me. Mm-hmm. How are there sensors in a dishwasher that tell you how dirty the dishes are?
5: But what benefit would it be to have this out there? Who who benefits?
4: The same people that will benefit from magic carpets, but I don't think it exists <laughs> yet.
5: I guess people that want you to be green and not waste water rinsing before you put it in.
4: Listen, I 100% agree. I think the worst thing that ever happened in a water conversation was to make a uh, uh dishwashers because people wash their dishes twice nowadays (laughs) they get them almost clean then put them in the dishwasher and wash them again (laughs) Uh, i would love a dishwasher that just did all that stuff Mm -hmm. that should be the magic the magic what are these sensors though i
5: don't know i don't know how it tells that
4: that's a bunch of bunk (laughs) a bunch of hoo ha hooey bunk and then the next story that i got was if you're warm at night you're supposed to put your sheets in the freezer.
7: What? <laughs> what kind of half assed half assed? Disassemble your bedding every night kind of crazy crackpot theory is
4: this. Well it's not half-assed, is it Chris Boyer?
7: It's whole ass.
4: It's a lot of work, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I know how anti whole ass you are. <laughs> half ass <laughs> yes. is your way. Right. This is whole ass, and that is not the Chris Boyer wow. way. I'm gonna pass on that. Plus you gotta you know, make room in your freezer. Right. So the New York Times uh-huh. did this study and said it's worth it. It's a good idea.
7: Oh, it's a terrible idea. And you wind up cross-contaminating food with skin particles and uh, mites and chiggers and
4: <laughs> bed bugs. You got chiggers in your sheets? I don't know. Yes, you do. <laughs> I don't. But you do people too. Do. People. Could. You think you have chiggers in your sheets? Mm- I need to know right now. an embarrassing confession. I, chiggers I in my sheets yes. is the name of Chris Boyer's new country music band. Perfect. Mm-hmm.
7: Chiggers. Plus, you got, you know, bed bugs and all that kind of stuff in there, and you're putting it in your freezer. Yeah. And with your food and with your eggos. Get it out well, of there. I'm pretty
4: sure it'll, whatever goes in there will all freeze, don't you think? Probably, but until it does. Is it chiggers and mink coats that can fight off the freezing? Well, uh, yes. <laughs> I mean,
7: until that thing is dead, it's going to be walking around in there, stomping on your uh, egos and looking at your Stofers. Come on. Don't do that.
4: All right. Well, Chris Boyer is definitely against it. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. But the New York Times says it's worth a shot. You take your sheets off your bed. You put them in the freezer for at least a half an hour. It helps if you make your sheets slightly moist. Oh,
7: good grief.
4: And then you put them on your bed right before you go to bed.
7: You know, that sounds like a trick they stole from Marilyn Monroe in the seven year itch who kept her underwear in the freezer.
4: <laughs> Wait a minute. I just thought of something. Yeah? I just thought of something. What? What if we put your whole apartment in the freezer? Then you don't <laughs> even need air conditioning. Who hears it, right? Emily, I hope those were not our top stories for today. No. Put your chigger-laden sheets in the freezer. And dishwashers now have magic sensors that can tell. I don't buy any of that nonsense.
5: The sheet one is really just bothering me. I'm sorry.
4: It's An hard idea gosh. that they stole from Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Right? 2020. They finally stole that idea from a movie from the 1950s. Boyer's on it.
5: <laughs> that actually makes more sense, though. Put your pajamas in the freezer.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
5: Not
9: your don't
4: you think bedding? they'll come up to uh, room temperature or body temperature in about, I don't know, five seconds?
9: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: So what's the point? I don't know. It's dumb. Yeah. All right. But it's a good, healthy lesson from Marilyn Monroe. Look how it served her. How she lived a long, happy, healthy life all the way up until she's what, 35, 36 years old? Like yep. that, that's yeah, That's a good idea. All right.
7: Oh, I slept cool. Well, but, frozen underwear kept that death suppository right in
4: place. Right. right. What do we have as a top story today?
5: We know the cause of the Apple Fire, which is burning through Riverside County. It's uh, scorched more than 26,000 acres.
4: Is it a car? Is it a truck? Is someone doing construction?
5: Mm-hmm. Mechanical malfunction of a vehicle. It's always that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, the vehicle was emitting burning carbon from its exhaust system that lit dry brush in the area. It is, the fire has destroyed at least one home and triggered several evacuation orders in the area. It is currently 7% contained. School started for some people yesterday. Who? Oh. Sweetwater Union School District down in South Bay here locally. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. State, city, and local officials are struggling to figure out if, when, or how
4: to reopen schools across the country. Serge, everything about that? Move your kids down to Bonita. They'll be able to go to school.
2: No, I, I, I'm i going to now. <laughs> they're yeah. actually well, there in person.
4: No, they're not. <sighs> they're not there? School
5: started, but distance
4: learning. Oh. I think but classes started. Yeah, well, the upside is you're at Bonita. That's but I nice. I think they're
5: one of the. Um,
2: Year-round schools. They, they have are. a funky schedule.
5: Yeah.
4: Mm. But remember what Benita is Spanish for. Oh, hang on. I didn't have them, I didn't have them all turned <laughs> on. Hey, remember what Benita is Spanish for.
5: I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. It's my kind of place.
9: Mm-hmm.
4: All
5: right. Uh, Dr. Fauci and the CDC are encouraging some schools to reopen, but emphasizing need to put safety
4: first, number one. I know. All right. I'm sick of him Me now. Too. I'm sick of him. I, I
5: really got over him after hearing this clip. I was like, which way is it? Bud? I'm
4: sick of this guy now. It's important. And it's not even his fault. I'm just sick of him. It's important for the children. Great. Thank you.
5: Mm-hmm. He is talking about how, you know, some students rely on the it's his meal,
4: meal program. COVID's his fault. It is. I just, I just decided it's all his fault. Mm-hmm. Are we listening to him? <laughs> yes. Okay. We're listening oh. to him. Oh, So we're doing what he says. We're listening to him. And has COVID ended? No. So it's his fault. Equals his fault. Thank you. (laughs) Next.
5: Um, While the CDC is saying it's important for kids to get back to school, they don't have any sort of plan if a student tests positive. They don't know what to tell the schools to do then. (laughs) So reopen. But if you test positive, you're on your own. Bravo leader. Uh, Let's see here.
8: Bravo leader. (laughs)
12: All right.
5: Some of the uh, students, like we were saying, Sweetwater Union High School District is back in class virtually. They were the first in the county to start the year. Gina, I'm sorry, Gina is a mother of three and says. Day one was crazy. She says the first day of school. Day one was crazy. Mm hmm. The first day of school began with technical issues. Number three.
4: All right. Let's hear what she had.
2: I feel like I was torn in three different directions this morning, trying to help every child get where they needed to be. If I had worked today, if I had gone back on the same day, I think I would have been in tears.
4: Favorite emoji is the snail emoji. Hashtag snail it. I
2: feel like I was torn in.
4: Okay. Th- All right.
5: <laughs> Students there in that school are on block schedules. So they have three classes per day with 30 to 45 minutes of FaceTime with teachers. And then the rest of the time is independent study. Hmm. Goofing off. Mm-hmm. Slackers.
9: Mm-hmm.
5: One of the students that was back in class virtually yesterday was then detained by San Diego police after he decided to display a BB gun during the first day of online learning. Huh? He said it was intended as a dumb joke when he showed his gun to his classmates on Monday, but officers showed up at his home and said, um, "You know what? We don't find it funny. It's still considered a gun in school."
4: Oh, what? Is that right, Chris Boyer? You can't wave a gun around in a Zoom class? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's,
7: that seems like a... He's in his st- own house. Yeah, you know what? Bly, bite me and blow me.
4: Blight me. <laughs> Did you say blight me? Blight me. which is That sounds very and interesting. Blight I'm, the blight. Blight him. I like that. All right. What else?
5: Governor Newsom says there has been some slowing of cases and hospitalizations in California, but it's not enough to lift restrictions in San Diego and about three dozen other counties. The state has seen a 10 percent decrease in hospitalizations and a 5 percent decrease in ICU. So that's great. Um, Statewide, our positivity rate is at 7 percent. We're here in San Diego. We've been hovering around five. During the latest briefing, the Gavinator credited the vast majority of businesses for complying with the public health orders, but says there are some that are not. Number
12: and we are
8: putting out citations. And obviously, this is being advanced the local level as well, substantially from an enforcement frame, including enforcing on mask
4: mandates as well.
5: He was asked if um, we would consider quarantining visitors who come here for 14 days, like some other store- states are doing. We
4: one. would. But no one in their right mind would come here for 14 days. (laughs) We will consider
8: that if we feel it's necessary, critical and important. But at the moment, based upon the progress we have made, uh, we feel we can get our
12: arms around this in a judicious way. Again, the key is when you do come in to the state, you abide by all the rules and regulations.
5: And what are those rules and regulations, President Trump?
10: Number six. urge all americans to continue to socially distance wash your hands wear a mask when you cannot avoid crowded places and to protect the elderly it's good advice
4: plus we're offering five thousand dollar vouchers to anybody who wants to even come to california <laughs>
5: One last uh, thing. There's a Japanese company that has made a smart mask that will translate your speech into eight different languages. Their technology over there just blows me away.
4: They are the Tony Starks of the world. Mm -hmm. They're so far out on their technology. Mm -hmm. Probably get these things out of vending machines. Right. So great. Get a whole steak dinner and a talking face mask. (laughs) All right, round two of the half Crack crackpot news is coming your way next here on the DSC Show. DSC on the KGB. Here, Dave, I was uh, listening to your show on my TV on Cox. You know, sometimes you can listen to the radio on the Cox channels up in the 900s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard you playing that brainstorm green needle sound. And, uh... I was in agreement with you and Chainsaw. I could hear the three-syllable sound. Then I went to the website, 101KGB.com, and I listened to it there. And then all I could hear was Brainstorm, no matter how hard I tried. Maybe you could have your resident sound expert explain how that happens. It's one of those blue dress, silver dress, Lonnie, Yorl, wait, Laurel, Yanni things. (laughs) What do you hear? Yeah. Uh, listen to it. I guess it's up at 101kgb.com. I did not know that, but mm-hmm. you can listen for yourself and listen to it. There is a sound that is played, and uh, you have two choices there. Do you hear brainstorm or are you normal? Listen for yourself. What's the matter?
5: <laughs> Rude. Huh?
4: Huh? Uh, don't you need to know if you're normal or not? You need to know. Sure. For your own sake. Mm-hmm. It's all right being abnormal. Chris Boyer's lived with it for years. So uh, it's for people who hear brainstorm. they can't figure out how other people hear green needle. And for people who hear green needle, they can't figure out how they're sitting in a room with a bunch of weirdos. (laughs) Right? I guess. Thank God for chainsaw. At least I got one person. Who understands things sensibly. Right. Mm-hmm. a boy. Mm-hmm. What else do we have in the news today?
5: Yesterday in North Carolina got an unwelcome visitor. Number six. Hurricane is EOS.
4: Ah, uh, yes. Absolutely. Is <laughs> Hurricane it a- is EOS. Is it a hurricane now?
5: It was when it touched down uh, with winds reaching up to 85 miles an hour. This morning it was downgraded back to a tropical storm.
4: But it's still...
5: Hurricane is EOS. Yeah. It still
4: got a funny name. Yeah, yeah.
5: We could drop the hurricane part, but it's still got the Izaeos.
4: Izaeos? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, That's the correct correct pronunciation. Yes. Mm-hmm.
5: Um, hundreds of thousands of people are without power. Three thousand have had to evacuate in North Carolina. The winds are still reaching up to seventy miles an hour, and therefore can still be life threatening. It has. Massive potential for destruction with trees and power lines is expected to make its way through the East Coast today
4: and mm. tomorrow. Ready it to touch down?
5: Olive in hand.
4: No. No, 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 I don't think it did.
5: No, North Carolina. Junipero?
4: Nope. Nope.
5: <laughs> Hamaka. No,
4: nah, not even close.
5: Nargan Sam?
2: All
4: right, just move along, please.
5: <laughs> Those mysterious seeds that were turning up in mailboxes across the U.S. have been identified, the ones that have been turned into the U.S. Department of... Department of Agriculture. There are things like mustard, cabbage and morning glory seeds, mint, sage, rosemary and lavender.
4: What about mystery Chinese seeds that will strangle you in your sleep?
5: None of those have been found, but they are still saying, please don't plant them. One guy did before it was making the news and it's been growing for a couple weeks and they can't identify his
4: and they can't find him anymore. He's gone. (laughs) He's mysteriously been swept away. (laughs) The
5: plant ate him. Yeah. (laughs) So please don't. Plant them, is what they're saying.
4: Still. Did you hear what the reason was that they were sending mystery seeds to everybody?
5: They say they are being sent out as part of a brushing scam, which involves sending unsolicited samples of a product to someone and then posting a bogus positive review for the receiver.
10: Hmm. All right. Well, Chris,
7: they just send you the seeds, but the review will say, Dave Rickards bought a penis enlargement pump. I did not. It was a gift. <laughs> Sorry.
5: Colorado police are issuing an apology after they arrested and handcuffed a group of girls in a mix-up over a stolen car. The arrest happened Sunday in a parking lot at an Aurora nail salon after officers reportedly mistook a vehicle that as stolen. Video taken by a bystander shows a 17-year-old and a 12-year-old girl lying face down on the ground with their hands cuffed. A 14- and 6-year-old are also laying next to them, although their hands aren't cuffed, but they're laying out prone position on the blacktop.
4: It's it's wrong, I'm sure. There was wrong arrest, but most 17- and 12-year-old girls have done something worthy of being handcuffed. So, (laughs) you know, like my father used to hit me in the head and say, that's in case you do something later on today.
5: (laughs) (laughs) The girls had driven a vehicle that had a license plate number matching that of a stolen vehicle, but... The stolen vehicle plates were from Montana. The girls had Colorado plates and the stolen vehicle was a motorcycle. They were in a
6: car.
4: All right. If you're going to nitpick, come on, Colorado, Wyoming. Most people can't tell the difference. I dropped. What did I say? Again, another one. Who cares? You can't tell the difference.
5: (laughs) Motorcycle versus car.
4: Again, the nitpicking. Good grief.
5: Criminal six year olds.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got you got one coming your way. Nope. You c- not, talk to me in one year. I
5: am not putting that out there in the universe. I do not. David. You talk
4: to me in one year and tell me what a darling little sweet angel your six year old is. <laughs> You'll be on the phone with Sing Sing. Have you got any openings? You got any cells open today?
5: Mm mm. We are working with him. Yeah. The worst crimes right now are crimes against his own penis.
4: <laughs> so, go ahead
5: with the, putting things in there uh-huh <laughs> it's the worst of it
4: well he better learn how to put a file in there <laughs> <laughs> in case he ever wants to get out of Folsom uh, sometimes the best parenting is to know when to give up stop and understand that your child is a criminal uh-huh born to have a criminal life uh huh. Mm-hmm. gonna get three square meals and a place to sleep okay probably gonna get really buffed from working out in the gym and chicks dig scars, so all the shiv marks that he gets in his kidneys and his abdomen, chicks will dig that.
5: I'm sure that's great advice for some parents out there somewhere. I am not receiving that from you.
4: It's because you don't know any better yet. Mm-hmm. You'll know. You'll see. You haven't had a six-year-old. No. I have. I've had two of them. <laughs> you ever have a six-year-old kid over there, Sarah? Yeah, they just get worse as they get older. She knows. <laughs> Six is a walk in the park. Right when do they turn eight? Ugh. Terrible twos. Twos are about as troublesome as a cloudy day. I miss twos. Sure. <laughs> That's right. How's your little potty trainer going?
2: Uh, it's not. It's not going. Are you pulling back? No, I just, nothing is happening. And he tells me he's got a dirty diaper after it's all dirty. Not well. Ford doesn't get it. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong.
7: Mm. He isn't Ugh. doing arts and crafts and painting, is he?
2: He is not. That is anyone resolve.
4: else doing arts and crafts with his diaper? That's even worse. <laughs> you don't let people borrow your paint plopper. <laughs>
2: no, he's not the one with that.
4: What issue. is it? How do you do it? Do you do you say to him, "Listen," before you you go potty? You tell me.
2: Yeah, you I keep trying to reinforce that, and you always have. Tr- we always have treats mm-hmm. for reinforcement.
4: What kind have. of treats?
2: Uh, M and M's. Those are Skittles, good treats. Oh, Dum wow. Dums. Dum Dums. Yeah. Dum dums. Mm-hmm.
4: I thought dum dums went extinct with my grandparents. No.
2: People oh still gosh. like dum dums? Yeah, my kids love
4: them. One place I ever got a dum dum is when I was walking out of the dentist's office. There you go, dum dum. You don't like that word <laughs> that- either, do you? I thought that was like a seriously the- bad word for you. When you're art. referring
2: to a lollipop, sure, call it dum dum because that's what it is. That's yeah. fine.
4: Yeah. and you, So you can differentiate between the two? Yes. But the other one, uh uh-uh. uh. That's still a big no-no, right? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. So it says, hey, (laughs) dub-dub. I was talking to my lollipop. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. So what happened? Nothing. He hasn't given you any indications, time for me to go, get me to the toilet, that kind of thing? No,
2: and when he wants to go, it's just because he wants to sit there and play on the potty. And whatever, so I mean, well, oh,
4: that's all. By our, that's all part of being a man.
2: That's what <laughs> he
4: wants a little recreation time on the toilet. That's encouraged.
2: Yeah. So Give him a smartphone. Let him play for a little bit. Yeah. There's been absolutely no progress, but we're still, you know, hanging mm. out on the toilet.
4: Do you know it takes about a half hour for him to get that all done on the toilet? He, oh, he needs a God. smartphone and a half hour. What? Block it out for him.
2: Was with you boys in that?
4: You heard me. Just, you want it? You want results? Do it. <sighs> Block out a half hour smartphone. Leave him alone. Yeah. little peace and quiet (laughs) Mm -hmm. bowl of dum-dums. What's the best dum-dum?
2: They always fight over the cotton candy one. Mm. I didn't even know that was a flavor. I
4: didn't either. I thought they were just like purple, yellow, green. (laughs) Red. Cotton candy. Mm
2: -hmm. That's the one they fight
4: over. Dum-dum technology has zoomed. (laughs) What else?
5: Uh, President Trump had a recent interview with Axios on Monday, yesterday, and he was asked about a few things, including um, thoughts about the late Congressman John Lewis, number seven.
4: I fought off some angry tweets in your favor yesterday.
5: Oh, thank you. What, yeah. what was it about? And
4: because you referred to him yesterday as President Trump. Oh, yeah. Oops. And I heard it and yeah. I was just like, I just let it go. And Shelly used to do it all the time too, President Trump president chump oh yeah and i heard you do it yesterday and the people on twitter caught you dang it yeah and i said i'm sure i'm sure it was just a, a mishmash of the mouth
5: it it sincerely was but I didn't probably know I said it. not oh come on probably no. not that's boyer's thing i'm not gonna steal his bit of giving people funny funny nicknames
4: so you don't go president chump no oh okay no all
5: right
4: and yet you did
5: Not on purpose. The only one that I've done that I have to just embrace because I keep doing it is Gavinator.
4: Yeah, well, that's Governor
5: Newsom, Governor Gavin. I just can't. That one always comes out clumped. So Gavinator.
4: Gavinator is a term of endearment. Mm -hmm, It's It's a cool word. Because
5: I kept clumping up his name, though. Yeah.
4: yeah. Gavinator is a cool word. You would want that as your nickname if you're on softball league. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What does President Trump have to say?
5: (laughs) He is talking about um, Congressman John Lewis, the late.
4: The late one mm-hmm. all right
10: let's listen to his comments uh, i never met john lewis actually i don't believe do you find him impressive uh i can't say one way or the other i find a lot of people impressive i find many people not impressive but no he didn't come to my inauguration he didn't come to my state of the union speeches and that's okay that's his right and again nobody has done more right but, for but back to black the- americans than i have i understand he should have come but i think to- he made a big mistake
4: mm. Then Probably pre- would killed him. Mm. Probably would kill killed him.
5: President Trump continues. Number eight. He
10: was a person that devoted a lot of energy and a lot of heart to civil rights, but there were many others also.
5: In the same interview, Trump was asked about a statement he made about Ghislaine recently. Number nine.
10: <laughs> Mr. President, Ghislaine Maxwell has been
4: arrested on allegations. Okay, first of all, it's Ghislaine. Yeah okay that's where she lives right
10: on jizz lane mr President, maxwell has been arrested on allegations of child sex trafficking why would you wish such a well, person all, well? i don't know that but i do know that she has she's been arrested for that her you know that. friend or boyfriend epstein was either killed or committed suicide in jail she's now in jail uh-huh. yeah i wish you well i'd wish you well i'd wish a lot of people well good luck let them prove somebody was guilty. Her boyfriend died in jail, and people are still trying to figure out how did it happen. Was it suicide? Was he killed? And I do wish you well. I'm not looking for anything bad for her. I'm not looking bad for anybody.
4: Except for the guy I talked about who didn't come to my State of the <laughs> Union speeches.
0: Yeah.
4: Gislainine came to the State of the Union speech. I wish her well.
0: Yeah.
4: Congressman Hoosie wants it? Whatever.
0: Not impressive) <laughs>
4: Isn't that hard to figure out? No. First you gotta be a super fan of mine. And then I'll be a fan of yours.
5: Ta-da! I can tell you what's on the website.
4: Tell me what's on- Oh are we done?
5: Uh yeah, I can keep going, but I saw the light, so.
4: Sub- you tell me. Okay. It's up to you.
5: Uh, I'll save the others for tomorrow, the other okay. stories I've got. Mm-hmm. So on the website, we've got an Alabama high school principal who has gone viral for his COVID-19 parody of MC Hammers. You can't touch this. I like it. I it's saw this guy. really yeah. cute. He is
4: good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can you... dance. He can dance. And
5: he can rap. He put together a good COVID rap.
4: He's cool. Mm-hmm.
5: Do you hear Green Needle or Brainstorm? And you can watch Olympic champ Katie Ledecky swim with a full glass of milk on her head without spilling a drop, because why not?
4: That is a cool trick. I have to say, I came in here going, I know that everyone's going to say Green Needle. I know they are. (laughs) I don't even know you people. (laughs) Try it at work. Try it with two or three people. Just play it and see what everyone says. And then you're going to look around at these people and go, why do I work with a bunch of weirdos?
1: (laughs) The DSC is back on the KGB.
4: And our last visit with the Chainsaw was brought to you by OG's. OG Sports Brew House. Open now for lovely summertime outdoor dining. Enjoy all the high quality hot pizza, wings, salads, award winning ice cold OGs craft beer that you've been missing. And enjoy safe summertime fun and San Diego's favorite pizza with takeout, delivery, and outdoor dining. OGs. Thanks, OGs. Do have some people that we want to thank today. I want to thank our man, Ray. For uh, calling us right back, getting himself finalized for the KGB rockin' backyard, I think the next chance that you might hear your name is at one o'clock, and then a step into the world
1: of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at Champacasino.com welcome to the family
9: VDW group no purchase necessary
5: avoid where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
4: There's another one at four o'clock seven one four Look at that Orange County area code. Even though we're in Sandy. Shut up. 7 a.m., 1 and 4. <laughs> That's when we announce the names. got to get into 101KGB.com. Someone's going to win that rocking backyard. I think we're giving it away like on the last day of August. Cool. Something like that. So get registered. We'll have another one for you tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. Also, thanks to Patricia Heaton for being on the show here today. Deborah Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond has a new book out called uh, My Second Act. Mm -hmm. And you can get that everywhere you get books, including Amazon. She was cool. Enjoyed her visit today.
9: Yeah,
4: Told the Second Act story about uh, Liz, who runs the Julian Pie Company. Is it Julian? Is that it? Sounds right. Julian Pie Company. I think that's the name of it. Yeah, she's part of the story. She's uh, friends with Patricia Heaton. And you'll hear Liz Smothers tell her own story in the audiobook. You like that. You've gone up to Julian just for the pie.
5: Yes, we do. A yeah. couple times a year.
4: Mm-hmm. Liz talks about how she was just working at various restaurants up in, that, uh, up in the mountain communities. And the guy came in, liked her pies so much. He said, "Listen, I work at Costco. I want to buy all your pies and sell them at Costco."
5: I can't even imagine what goes through your mind in that moment.
4: What what went through her mind was, "Forget it. No. That's a lot of work. Get out of here." <laughs> she did. She refused it. Wow. She said, "This isn't even my restaurant. You can't do that. Get out of here. And don't come back." He didn't listen. But he, he? was persistent. Uh-huh. Yeah. And look what happened. Uh, the crew's going to have a brand new backwash for you at some point today. I want to talk about the the most recent backwash, where Chris Boyer took a firm stance about sex with twins.
9: <laughs>
4: yeah. Hmm. And he had a firm position on this. He said, "If you're going to have a, if you're going to have a threesome with twins, it is not considered what." Why are you laughing?
5: I'd forgotten about
4: it. Uh Do you agree or disagree with him?
5: I disagree with him. Oh, you do? Yeah.
4: Well, we can have a little debate about this as soon as someone tells me what the answer is. Chris Boyer, in the most recent Backwash podcast, was talking about having a threesome with twins. And he said, if you do, if you have a threesome with these two twins, these two what, brothers?
7: (laughs) Two sisters, David.
4: (laughs) I beg your pardon. It doesn't matter, does it? It matters to me.
7: (laughs) (laughs) we asked him about
4: that understood it is not considered what what did he say to that let's see if you know the answer here hi you're on the dsc do you listen to the backwash podcast bring o'reilly back was that the answer no all right hello you're on the dsc do you know the answer to our uh, backwash quiz oh yeah chris has a big problem with incest yeah he says that's not incest yeah he says if you have a threesome with two twins, two of them. Right. That it's that not four? incest. What's that? Is that two twins? Is that four? And and what do you think about that? Do you agree with that? I'm staying out of it. You don't really care, do you? As long as you're you know, getting a threesome with twins, you don't really care.
12: No, no, I'm just next. That's all. And what is your name? This is Dennis. How you won. You've won. Hello. What
4: do you care? You don't care if it's incest or not as long as you've won the prize, right?
7: Hey, sloppy seconds is sloppy
4: seconds. boy, You hold on. I'm going to hook you up with something good. What do you think of that, Emily? <laughs> he says it's not incest.
5: I think he's wrong. And we looked up the definition.
4: Well, let's hear about this. He says that if the twins are not having sex with each other for the purpose of inbreeding, that it's not considered sexual. That was his. And do you want to expound on that at all, Chris Well,
7: yeah. I mean, uh, if the the two chicks who are related aren't touching each other in a sexual fashion, in a way intended to induce uh, pleasure. Oh, that's not what it says here.
2: That's not what you said either.
7: That's not what it says here. I I said if the chicks aren't doing each other, it's not incest.
4: So... If they own if they keep the guy between them and they don't touch right. each other well I agree with them
7: right if you've got one girl up here and another girl down halfway at the midpoint oh.
4: and their work never meets uh, right in fact they could be back to back sure okay that's not what the question says here it that's says lovely. here it's I mean if they're not having sex with each other for the purpose of inbreeding then it's not considered sexual
2: Which is what you were saying and focusing on
4: what's this you kept now? bringing
7: that up that's that. That's his. Those are you are changing? Words. Your,
4: are you changing your position? Though? No, no. Are you rewriting history?
7: No, I'm. I'm amplifying on the question that because we did talk about what did he, What did he say? We did. I, I did mention, uh, you know, royalty that often had incest and bred offspring in that fashion. Mm-hmm. That's clearly incest. Mm-hmm. But if you've got two. Uh, sisters or or twins who are one's here and one's here and they're not touching each other
4: it's not incest it's not incest because they aren't having sex with each other right they're having sex so i have to agree with them if two sisters are having Mm -hmm. sex with the same guy Mm -hmm. not at the same time is that incest no and if they're having sex with him at the same time, but they don't have, they don't even touch each other. I think that's the same thing.
5: No, not to me, because they're all in the bed engaging in sexual behavior together.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm with you, Emily.
5: You're
7: just pent up.
5: <laughs> just
1: yeah. no oh my God. I agree with that, too.
4: <laughs> I, I tend to agree with that, too. <laughs> I think he's right. Yeah. All right, well. Uh, it's an int- those are the kind of interesting thoughts you get from Chris Boyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you learn something. You learn either I'm on Chris Boyer's side or I'm not.
7: Right. You might need another C slump buster. Oh, stop.
4: All right. There was something else that happened with Chris Boyer today. Mm-hmm. Uh, see if you can enjoy this uh, little tidbit of chainsaw sports today as he was getting ready to tell us what was happening in the NBA. Meanwhile.
8: In the all
12: that and I'm getting really sick. of guy's named Todd. Huh?
8: They just lit up like,
0: "Oh my gosh, we just heard that."
12: Yeah, we just heard
8: that. <laughs> In the national, that
7: and I'm yeah. Wow. Would,
4: well, would, it's severely amplified b- because you severely amplify it. And you're doing it right now. Yeah, you are. You are doing it right this second.
7: No, not now, because you're holding your breath. I am, and I've been holding my breath since I've been looking at you. No, you haven't. We heard you do it.
4: We both hear you. You're not right now, because you're holding your breath. We can hear you do it. But I thought I'd... This this one was in particular. We both... Emily and I both looked at each other, and it's like, there's Darth Vader. Yep. Luke. (laughs) I'm joking. I got a pork (laughs) chop, Luke.
8: (laughs) 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 In the national.
12: And I'm getting
4: really sick of- That's it right there. <laughs> wow. I know, and you say that every time we tell you. Uh-huh. It's Are a you all- surprise every single day. You're like fifty first dates. Every day is the same day, but it's a new day for you. It's adorable. And you'd never heard it before, huh, Chainsaw? I didn't hear it that
8: time. I hear it uh Others. here and there. Here Others, and there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that yeah, that's a ventilator right there.
7: <laughs> uh, yeah. I was thinking about those twins.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they wanted to have sex with each other, that would be incest, right? Yeah, and you wouldn't mind, would you? No, of course not. That's the important part. (laughs) That's between them. That's right. It's for the sisters to work out between themselves. And it's none of your affair, is it? No. All right. Very good. It's not my way
7: to get in. You know, in front of my own pleasure. I'm not going to get in the way of it.
4: All right, very good. Well, they'll have new things to discuss for you later on today. That's available at 101KGB.com or on the iHeart app. All right? Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, we're going to have to answer this question from a listener who wrote to me. Dave, am I the jerk for putting my penis in the peanut butter and putting it back in the kitchen? (laughs) Don't answer yet. Don't answer yet. (laughs) And don't steal it for the backwash.
5: You won't. Oh, no, mm-hmm. You just claim dibs. You've got it.
4: I got claimsies. <laughs> it's an important question. You've got holdsies. <laughs> I'd like everyone to think about that. Is he the jerk for putting his penis in the peanut butter and putting it back in the kitchen? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you think right. about that, all right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you've got experience with it. I hope not. There are a lot of circumstances <laughs> that could, you know, adjust your answer. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you understand. Yeah. That'll be tomorrow, Wednesday, on the DSC show. Today was Tuesday. And here is Sarah to tell us what we heard between 6 and 10 this morning.
2: Well, we kicked off the show talking about how Ellen DeGeneres and TikTok are separately trying to ruin the world.
4: By Ellen. the way, I got another email about Ellen.
5: Yeah.
4: Um. Uh, where is it? Is it a bald woman? Oh, here it is, Ellen. Uh. Dave, Victoria sent me this. I can't say too much, but I have a friend who used to be Ellen's personal assistant and said she was a nightmare and tells all kinds of horrible stories. They have now moved up in the industry and she is a producer now or he doesn't say he or she, whatever. Anyway, confirms another confirmation that Ellen is a nightmare and that's a bummer to me. Yeah. I like Ellen.
5: She's a good actress then.
4: It's all coming out. (gasps) Yeah. What's the matter?
5: I heard years
2: ago.
4: Go ahead.
2: Uh, rumors about this it was about 2014 Mm -hmm. someone i was speaking with had kind of been talking about this i didn't believe him i was like there's no way I just i didn't even give it a second thought
9: you thought it was just a bunch of hearsay yeah and
2: i didn't want to believe it um never anything about sexual misconduct or anything like that going on on the show but just how horrible of a boss she is and And i just i didn't want to believe it so it's crazy the more you hear about it now it's like oh i don't want to believe any of this but it's getting harder to deny. So it's just disappointing. Because she, you know, she's like that one person. If I could have been anybody. I feel like we were asked this in the last year or two. If you could be one celebrity, who would it be? And I wanted to be her because she was so.
4: You wanted to be her?
2: Yeah. If you could mm-hmm. have her life or be be yeah. someone. There was some kind of setup like that. It was that kind of a scenario. Yeah. Because I was like, Ellen's amazing. She just wants to save the world and make it a better place. Yeah. you know
4: She wants everyone to be nice to each other. That's yeah. it. It's pretty simple, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So of all the, the names that have come out the last few years, I find this one the most shocking, I think.
4: You kind of believe it, don't you? It bums you out, but you kind of believe yeah. it, don't you? Yeah. 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 go more
9: like that. Mm.
4: I ask my kid this stuff. She works up there in the L.A. in the entertainment industry. She doesn't doubt it about anybody.
7: Right. Yeah.
4: They're all dicks, especially her, my kid. <laughs>
7: well, she learned from the best. Thank you. You remember the uh, flap when Ellen adopted this dog and then uh, gave it away in violation of a contract?
4: Is that the what happened?
7: Agency. Yeah. She, she gave the dog away? Yeah. And the agency said, you can't give that dog away. That dog has to come back to us. Yeah. And she was... Uh, there was a lot of screeching and screaming and threats of lawsuits and stuff like
4: that. Well, I remember Ellen going on TV a day or two later in a full on meltdown of tears, mm-hmm. begging everyone to understand, begging people to forgive her. I mean, she was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. I,
7: my recollection is that it was a, um, an unpleasant moment, uh, for everyone, but also for, um, uh, Ellen
4: Ellen and Portia decided they wanted to adopt a rescue dog. They hooked up with an agency called Mutt's and Moms. Led them to two dogs they picked up from a pet shop in Pasadena. Neither dog got along with their cat, so they decided to return one and offered the other to a family of Ellen's hairstylist. Clearly, they did not read the fine print on the adoption contract. And they have since acknowledged that they didn't read the fine print because they were not legally entitled to pass the dog on to another family without the adoption agency's consent. Exactly what Chris Boyer said. <laughs> so they picked up these dogs, instantly found out they didn't, weren't going to work out for them. Instead of returning them, they gave them to different families.
7: Yeah, sounds like they gave one back and then gave the other one away.
4: Muts and Moms removed Diggy from the Marks household... To the consternation of the family's daughters, aged 11 and 12, who had formed a rapid attachment to him, So everyone's getting heartbroken over this thing. Mm-hmm. Ellen did what any publicity-conscious celebrity would do. When she saw a wrong, she felt needed to be right. She went public, using her daytime TV show to plead for Iggy to be returned. And for good measure, she cried a lot.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And you think that's uh, indicative of bad people? Uh,
7: I don't know. I, it's certainly bad readers.
4: Yeah, I forgot. You
7: read every page. I do every mm-hmm. word on every page I of do. these things. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine, I would hope that all Ellen would have had to have said was, "You know, we've got a couple of cats at home. Uh, how's this dog going to get along with the cats?" And the agency should know that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of the job. That's why you go to a rescue group. So they can tell you everything about that pet before you bring it into your home.
4: Well, I doubt many, if any, are as concerned and thorough as you are. Thank you, sir. Of course. Sincere compliments to Chris Boyer. Saved a lot of dogs in his day. Thank you for that. Ah, it's a joy. It is. That's the nice thing about it. All right. What other things did we do today besides crucify poor Ellen? Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, So at 101kgb.com, you can see how TikTok is just ruining our lives. Do you hear "brainstorm" or "green needle"? Some of us on the show heard "green needle." Some of us heard "brainstorm." Some of us heard both, which means we're psychotic murderers, <sighs> right here on this show. Mark Grant was caught flinging food flex with his floss pick this weekend as he was calling the
4: Padres game. That's a little. That's a little excessive. <laughs> He was waving that flosser around. I saw no flex flying.
2: Ah, I heard food flex were
7: flying. That's just what I recall.
4: (laughs) I heard they were too big. They just
7: hit the ground with a thud and a splash.
4: All right. Anything else?
7: And
2: yeah, thanks to your new best friend, uh, Patricia Heaton. While she was promoting her book on the show, we learned that she once grabbed Ray Romano by the crotch and drug him (laughs) off set during a blooper.
1: That's a true story. (laughs)
2: Uh, Dave read a letter from a guy who didn't do anything wrong, but was totally in the wrong. Mm -hmm. His wife shaved her head to support a friend going through chemo, and he was busy when she walked up to him and asked if he thought bald women were hot, when he didn't look up and said, no effing way. And then he looked up to see his brand new bald wife. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: If ever a guy needed a five second time machine.
2: (laughs) That guy. Yep, no fixing that. Congrats, Emily toe for winning today's five dollar quiz. Songs that have dark hidden meanings, and no, "Brown Eyed Girl" is not about the (laughs) butt sex.
4: Whoops. You know my parents listen to this show, Emily. (laughs) What is my grandpa? Nana listens. Does she like butt sex? You know it. All right. We'll take you over the hump tomorrow with the DSC. Love your show. With
0: Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: This is your captain
1: speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.